Out since 1926. Member FDIC. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Part of Jim Phillips. Here's Scott Maxwell. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Phillips File. Your normal host, the patriarch of Orlando Radio, Jim Phillips, is on holiday break this week. So I am Scott Maxwell, columnist for the Orlando Sentinel, filling in. This is my second and final day this week, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. Normally, I'm only good for about 750 words. That's all that uh, <laughs> yeah. my co- editors give me space for in the paper. But today, we're going to talk all the way to 7 o'clock about everything that's going on in this state that we all call home. And thank goodness I have lots of help from the most talented, well-rounded team in radio. Joining me to my right and up close and personal, yeah, the goddess of all things news-related, the lovely and soft-spoken Moira. Thank you so much. (laughs) Hey, what's so funny? (laughs) Soft-spoken. What? I didn't know you wrote fiction for the paper. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> fake news. Well, so. and uh, you know, we we are going to talk uh, with Mo a little later because Jack has indulged me in bringing back one of the blasts from the past from the Phillips file what? in honor of Hanukkah, which is just like two hours and a half hours away. away yeah. at sunset. We are going to bring back from the Phillips file favorite vaults, Ask a Jew. Oh, Ooh. love it. Yes. So I, I, I have a question. I suppose if uh, listeners have questions, will you be fielding those as well? I can. Totally, yes. All right. Over on the phone boards, taking your hall calls <laughs> and oh, helping Big Daddy deliver oh, the news, yeah. everyone's favorite scruffy-faced millennial, Pinkman. Oh. Yay. Yay. Oh, wow. Jack. Oh, that was a rousing. <laughs> I thought someone was... should say something. Oh. Moira was quite silent. Yeah, Mo, you didn't say anything uh, well, about it. We I... cheered for you. All right, fine. Not yeah, really. We... You laughed at me. Today was what? a big... He said you were soft-spoken. Uh, Come on. Uh, it's fine. It's Today fine. was a big day in Pinkman's work life, in case you didn't know, Mo. Uh, yesterday, when Pinkman was running late, Jack sent him a text and said that in the future, maybe Pinkman should just text him when he's running on time. Ah! Because they would text each other less often. And today, Jack, what happened? I got a text that said, I'm on time. Within seconds, Pinkman walks into the office. Hey, <laughs> congratulations, Pinky. Big Thank day. You. It's, a, it's an honor, really. That's great. Feels and, good. <laughs> and the guy who keeps the whole show on track, a guy who I didn't know until yesterday could mimic Bruce Springsteen, and now I know for a fact he cannot. <laughs> Mr. Management himself, Jack Rick. Bradshaw. Hello. I never claimed I was a singer. Wow, that was uh, quite a clip you played yesterday. Yeah, we were just um, 
reliving Moira's rendition of We Are the World uh, down the hall. I, Wait, what? Some people were playing it. So, oh. but, and by some people, I presume you mean you. No, I uh, pointed it out to some people. I'm like, oh, you got to go to the Real hey, Radio hey, website, hey. click on the Phillips file, and then there's a video of just click on the picture of Moira. And it's Moira singing her part in We Are the World. And it's then a little out of context. Beneath it is the, me singing my part. It's what I, I, oh, I told well, you. Me groaning my part. No, yeah. I have told both of you the thing that made it work is you both sold it. You went all in. Yeah. That's how that. it has to be. And it. Uh, I've done other embarrassing things, but as long as you make 100% commitment, it, bam, it, it, you're it, in. It was pretty good. We have a fun show for you today. We have a, At 4 o'clock, we have a special guest. WKMG anchor Matt Austin is going to be uh, joining us. Awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. You like him? He's a handsome bloke, Adorable. isn't he, Mo? Yep. Yep. He, you may know him from Channel 6, but he also was involved in a near-death experience, which involved a texting driver. And he's going to talk about that experience today, as well as some of his efforts uh, to change state laws along that along those lines we have some momentum i'm going to write about that topic later this week during the six o'clock hour we have one of my favorite segments fritz is going to join us for fritz on the street i'll be honest with you guys i get a little nervous about this one this is when you yell out someone else's name instead of your own snot i believe yeah, was yeah, yeah, what yeah. i did so last did. time <laughs> it feels like a lot of pressure and but i actually have no pressure as i understand it uh pinkman has no pressure hasn't he locked up the uh year Yes, um, he has. Yeah, I think so. So that means the other two people here are tied for third or last, depending on how you want to look at it. Well, we're totally third. We're still on. If if it was the Olympics, we would be the bronze medalists. Correct. That's all I have to say about so, that. Uh, sort of like the Russians. I'm not sure they play your tune. Mm -hmm. They might do the Olympic anthem for that. I will not lie and say I do not care. I mildly care. But I am more looking forward to Moira maybe um, losing it, losing her cool, uh, calling our listeners names, getting angry, <laughs> throwing things, kicking and screaming yeah. on questions that she might not get a point. Well, or questions where people should know it and there's always an outlier. Let's just say that. The bean dips, you call them. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and when you and when you say uh, she calls <laughs> listeners names, in some cases you mean she calls coworkers names because Fritz has been known to Fritz on the street. He goes out and he finds panelists to answer questions, and we have to determine whether they got it right or wrong based on what we know. And uh, so when those people don't get it wrong, and we need them to get it right for a point, yeah. we get tend to get a little yeah. upset. None more than Moira. Oh, I have, I'm a terrible sport. And who unleashes a verbal assault on these people. And as you mentioned correctly, Scott, sometimes. sometimes it's people we work with. And then sometimes I've even heard you whisper their names yeah. into the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and let's be clear. It's not that you want them to get this right because you want an enlightened society aware of public policy certainly and other important not. issues. No, yeah. certainly not. You just want to be Jack. I want Jack. a point, and I don't want to be in the basement. All year long, I've been in the basement nine or ten months of running, yeah. and I'm done with it. Been in the basement. market. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, of course, uh, we also would love to hear from you. You can ask a question. You can sound off. You can guess which one of the apostles Mo was closest with in kindergarten. Oh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, really? <laughs> we, any of that. Feel free to text mm. us on uh, Real Mobile 77031. You can call us here in Orlando 407-916-1041 or toll-free 888-978-1041. I have to tell you, I'm looking forward to chatting with Matt. He has sort of a Austin. He has sort of a harrowing experience, but I am curious... Because Jack was admitting to me oh. about texting and driving. You have done it before, Jack? I guess that was right. You didn't hear the part where I said, off the record. I'm, I didn't say <laughs> when. Maybe you did it five years ago. <laughs> 
no, I do my best. I well, I try to not. I know it's a bad, bad thing. Bad, it bad drives thing. me nuts when I see other people in traffic, distracted drivers, and they're looking at their phone. So you want to text them. So I do my best to avoid it. I have a dashboard mount for my phone. I try and leave it there. I am not above, though, when I am at a stoplight, oh, a text comes in and you want to respond quickly or you look at an email, at the, then the light changes, you start moving. However, you know, you're, you're, still, you're still looking at that thing. Or you try and do speech text and Siri spells something wrong. Oh, yeah. You know? Siri will never get my wife's name right. My, mine either. That's why I refer to her as wife in, in my phone. <laughs> Even to her? Yes. Hey, wife. Oh, wow. um, but it just well. it, It's for continuity for my own brain. It helps. But, you know, so there are times where those red light interactions with my phone have extended after the light changes. And I know I am working at not doing that. But the, the issue, Jack, is, is you know how dangerous it is. Absolutely. So that... When you're sending a text to your wife, like, get me another $10 Groupon for the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, is that, is that, that's the one you want to die on? And it, 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 if you think of what it is you're working on at the time, yeah. whatever message you sent, is that going to be your, your last final words? Yeah. Final words. Mm-hmm. And I told yeah. I mentioned to Jack, yeah. I've, I've copped to having done it before, and I actually got into a really bad accident, in fact, at one point No in time. kidding. Yep, it was a few years back, and I, I was not texting at the time, but I had just texted, and I can freely admit my mind was still on the text, and I, yes. and I was not driving. And you want to know what the text was? It was a text to Russ on whether I'd make the bullathon. Oh, no. Russ Rollins from the Monsters yes. in the Morning. And I remember thinking, if I died, I would have been really ticked off. Like your final words was a text to Russ Rollins. Uh, yeah, on my way to the bowl. Meet you at the alley. Like that's that's gonna be the. That's what I'm gonna go down on. Mm-hmm. Or if I killed someone else. Yeah. So, uh, Jack, you will might be pleased to know that the uh, legislature, the legislation that is being proposed, does allow texting at lights. It oh, does. It does allow as long as your vehicle is stationary. In the latest incarnation I have seen. That is really a dumb morphing of how this is going to be. It has to be all or nothing. Uh, well, you it, know what? I'm you okay. can't have that phone in your hand. It has to be wireless. It has to be Bluetooth. Voice activated, okay. But as soon as that phone is in your hand and you're correcting something or you're swiping through what, that's when it's all it's all going to crap. That is when it goes bad. But I, I think part of the reason they're letting it be there for stoplights is people want to, people use their phones for GPS. That's the only thing you... Uh, you don't have to touch anything. It, it will. Yeah, the, you the, do. No, not yeah. for GPS. You don't. Yeah, I think the address has to be right. Yeah, I got to use mine. Well, that's what you do before your driveway. Well, she's, in your driveway she's right. Before right. you pull out of the driveway. In a perfect world. Oh, my God. Pinky. And then if you're using Scott. Waze and it says, oh, there's a report of a car on the shoulder, and you have to give it a thumbs up if it's still there or a no sign <laughs> no, if it's not. No, that's no. That is something that. you do not have no, to do. No, that's <laughs> not yeah. even your business. Pinkman, do you do, you do it? Uh, yeah, that's up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have, I have. I have. How do you feel about yourself? You know, I mostly do it at stoplights, so I'm okay well, with this legislation. Think about every day when he's telling me he's going <laughs> to be late for work. The number one reason being what? He's in the car traffic. Traffic. Correct. That being said, if I'm stopped on I-4, why can't I look at my phone? 
Thank you. This is America. Because yes. I-4 isn't a place where you're supposed to be stopped. If you're stopped, it's because of a problem. Yeah, I don't think and you're it's not allowed temporary. to do that. We've, we've done it before. But, you know, I think one of the things that we've talked about, that Jack and I have both admitted, even if you've ever fudged before, when something is against the law. And, by the way, this is it is against the law almost everywhere. 42 Except other here, states. Right. It's against the law. When something's against the law, you're less prone to do it. Wouldn't you, Jack? I yes. know you're one cheap Agreed. son of a gun. You would Agreed. not pay I don't a want ticket. to pay a ticket. Yes. Right. So... All right, so we'll look forward to talking with Matt a little bit more about that and the legislation that's uh, going to go up. Uh, Mo, how many hours do we have till Hanukkah? Mm, about two, a little mm. more than two. Five thirty. Do you have big yeah. plans? I well, that's a little personal. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. You know, <laughs> He's not asking about your Super Bowl Sunday, Mo. It's oh, about Hanukkah. No, 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 no. Is it still? <laughs> no, that's not just still the thing, is Throwback. it? Super Bowl Hanukkah. You know, at my house. Listen. Oh, how uh, many nights of Hanukkah? Eight. <laughs> hey, hey, congratulations. In a, in a row. Yes, indeedy. Uh, that's exciting. Um, yeah. So Hanukkah begins at sundown tonight. Light the first candle. Tomorrow is officially the first day of Hanukkah. But everybody, you know. When wel- do we get our first gift? Welcomes in the Hanukkah tonight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do I get one? No, nobody's getting a bit. Uh, no. I was going to make latkes, but. Oh, time- this is my favorite thing in the what whole world. Do. When someone tells us the no. nice thing they were going to do, I but they make them. Let's hear all about this wonderful treat you were going to bring us. You know what? Then I thought, instead of doing a Christmas cookie exchange, because I'm not an expert in Christmas cookies, I decided this year, if I'm invited to one of these Christmas cookie exchanges, or for my coworkers, I decided that I was going to make latkes and give them as a Christmas cookie option. Deal. But 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 you didn't. I didn't do it yet. Doesn't mean I can't. I did a cookie exchange this year, and I got to tell you, I knocked it out of the ballpark. Did you? What'd you make? I made chocolate chip brownie with vanilla infused peanut butter swirl. Wait, wait. sounds very fancy. Yeah, that's me. Chocolate fudge brownie. Yep. With vanilla infused peanut peanut butter swirl. Yep. Martha Stewart. Fascinating. Oh, Martha Stewart. Well, then I know it's. Yeah, it was good stuff. And we swap. That's what we do at the Sentinel. You all get things from your employers. We, we the no. only way we can do this is to <laughs> no, we give it to each other. Well, we do. What they started here in the last couple of years is the twelve days of Christmas. Uh, they give away to. Ooh, what'd you well, win so far? Nothing yet, but it's only day four of twelve. But have you won in the past? Mm-hmm. Yes, every every year, and they give us a nice holiday party. Those aren't free, you know. Right. They used to give us a management's weighing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to give us a turkey. Now, from what I recall, you all used to just get blotto at that holiday party. That is correct. And we were, it was such bad manners, and people were (laughs) smooching with other people's wives and dancing (laughs) on the table and taking the centerpieces, even art off the walls. People were so badly behaved, and I. Those were days, you know, gone by. Not anymore, though. People were crying in the bathroom, and people were having. That's a party. Yeah, it was awful. Uh, but then that has, you know, the the crowd has sort of morphed into a, a lot more professional, certainly. And now, um, and they used to give you a, a turkey or a certificate for to buy a turkey, to get a free turkey or whatever. Sounds like a Dickens story. Yeah. Here. Which was a great gift the first or second yeah. year. But then I, one year, I think... Jim or Moira started a thing, guilting people into donating theirs, and then it was like... It wasn't me, it was Jim. I was like, you know, I could really use this turkey. Yeah. Well, I've heard that Jack is going to bring back big, full catered open bar. Is it open bar this year? You get a couple tickets. Yeah, you get, everyone gets a couple free drink tickets. Yeah. Mm. Uh, had, next year, Jack's going to do open bar and Uber certificates for everybody. We had yeah. a breakdance show at our... Holiday party. This year we That's did. That's exciting. I'd like to see Pink. We'll hear more about that in a minute when Mo comes back with the news. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. 
All right, talking about holiday gifts, forget the turkey. There is a great gift in you can give someone, friends of the family, someone in your family, or even give it to yourself. I bought this for myself. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. How you doing? From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira. All right, if it is news in the world, it is news to us. I give you Moira. <laughs> well, thank you. The news brought to you today, Scott, by McDonald's. I'm loving it. All that talk about I-4 and texting brought me to this. Yesterday, I told you there was going to be a change. Well, it's been delayed because of the cold weather. That has delayed the I-4 interstate traffic problem for downtown Orlando. They were working overnight on it, but they were so chilly uh, that the temperature did not cooperate. They need temperatures that start at around 45, at least 45 degrees. I've heard 50. They got to keep it And rising And it has to keep going up to complete paving and painting of the lane markers or whatever. Well, it hasn't been that way in the last couple of nights. So even though the Michigan exit was supposed to have changed this morning, it's now set for not Wednesday, Thursday morning. All right, Pinky, drive accordingly. By the time they think it'll be warmed up enough for the Michigan westbound exit to be all screwed up. Uh, it costs a lot more to buy premium gas. I don't know if you put premium in your heap I do that not. you drive. No, my uh, heap. Yes, I don't. Ha- I don't put premium in my car. My husband puts premium. He thinks he's doing his car a favor, or that the manufacturer's instructions say put premium in it, and he fo- is a rule follower. So if they say put premium, he puts premium in the car. I don't do so, but it costs a lot more to buy premium gas in Florida compared to regular, and it may not be worth it. AAA is reporting that the price gap between premium and regular has averaged 57 cents uh, differential. The auto club says premium is is fine if you do some kind of demanding driving or if your manufacturer requires it. Otherwise, AAA says new research is out that indicates motorists who buy premium are wasting money at the pump. So that's that's your that's you and your family now. Uh huh. Now I have to tell my I'm bringing this home. I'm going to say unless you. But he'll trot out the manual, and it will say that his manufacturer requires premium, and that'll be, you know. All right. He's better safe than sorry, I guess. I guess so. That's right. Uh, A memorial to victims of the Pulse nightclub massacre. A memorial is coming to Orlando's Colonial Town Square Park. Uh, This is going to be, the the memorial is not just going to be any old obelisk or something. It's not going to be a a man on a horse. It is going to be, you know, like some memorials are all kinds of different things. Why why would it be a man on a horse? Well, I don't know. I just picture, you know, some soldier or something on a horse. This is going to be a maze of sorts. It's going to be one of these labyrinths like they have at the hospital. Okay. At Orlando Health. Big circular thing, I yeah. think I saw. And you wander this way, and then you zing back this way, and you wander this way. Now you're around to the other quadrant, and you go that way, and what? It is all around the way, and this is to memorialize the 49 souls who died in June of 2016 
at the Pulse nightclub. The city parks department, along with support from Commissioner Patty Sheehan, had already been working to install some kind of walking path, labyrinth style. Uh, Now uh, they're going to surround the labyrinth with 49 pavers, each bearing the name of one of the victims of Pulse. And the idea of the labyrinth, it's it's not to get you lost or have you win a Cupid doll if you make it through. It's no. uh, to give you time to reflect and uh, think it's about what calm, happened. It's, yeah. Yes, no question. It is supposed to be a um, serene kind of wander through this thing and whatever. So anyway, they are still working to approve the final plans for what will go on the Pulse nightclub site. Uh, they've approved so far a fence. And bench seating over there and improved landscaping outside of Pulse itself. But they are still working to create a permanent memorial on the nightclub property. Uh, This thing is at uh, Colonial Town Square Park. Right. I'm not exactly sure what part of town. Where is that? But I think it's... Fern Creek, I believe. Yeah, it's across from the mall, what used to be the mall, right? It's used to be... What used to be the mall? Talk about Fashion Square? Yeah, is that right? It's still there. It's still a mall? It's not so much mall. Yeah. Well, that's it's, our it's, mall. It's well, a lot that's of where we go. Thing. Now, yeah. I do have to tell it's you. It's not all mall. It's not all mall. It's there's, not all mall. It's, it's a some, small mall. It's, <laughs> after all. <laughs> and there's I, there's a lot of eyebrow <laughs> artists yeah. in there now. And uh, yeah. just uh, last Friday night, took my uh, wife to see three billboards. I recommend it. Uh-huh. Four, four yes, and a half days triangles from Wanzi and Doug. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, the whole bowling alley had just closed. They just opened that bowling uh, well, alley. The whole the whole thing. We It's, it's gone. It's Well, it's there, but it's uh, shut down. Oh, so well, anyway, poor Boo. Fashion Square. Yeah, see what I mean. Not so support, really a mall. support your local mall. All right. Well, I don't know if it's that one, but across the street from Colonial <laughs> Town Square Park, the, the mall was the town, the independent mom and pop killer, yeah, and then yeah, the exactly. Walmart were that killer, and now and Amazon now, is the Walmart killer. Yeah. The cycle of retail life, Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. An Orange County Country Club got in big trouble from the state health inspector. Should we play Guess the Country Club? Uh, Heathrow, think, Orlando. No. Isleworth, Windermere. No. Uh huh. I, I don't know. Mr. Fancy Pants knows all the country clubs. I, uh, I know none. This is Rio Pinar <laughs> Winter country, Springs. Rio Pinar Country Club. The restaurant in there called Champions Grill was closed last week after the inspector, the health inspector, found dozens of rodent poop droppings in the kitchen and in storage areas. Ew. That could happen to anybody. Not really. You have to put your liberal slant on it. Why do you say it like it's a bad news? Like rodent poop. It is rodent poop. That's not sanitary. Well, you can move it. I mean... You don't want to eat in a place that has rodent uh, duty in the kitchen. What? If, is it that on my plate? That, that means there's yeah. a rodent... Find me a place without it. That means there's a rodent. There are rats or mice or some kind of vermin in the kitchen. So the health inspector, like me, would close it down. They did. They closed it down. They And it was not just old rodent droppings. These were fresh. How, wait, how many rodent droppings? More than 20. <laughs> Who's counting? Who's counting the poop? I mean, seriously, that's gross. All right. Well, they, don't they have a prescribed they, number of per million or droppings? Yeah, and for <laughs> peanut butter and stuff. Yeah. I think that's like roach parts. And I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. Like fly tentacles or something. You know, like uh, antennas. I just sort of figure you're all eating that stuff anyway. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Love yeah. It. They yeah. also found. They know there are live um, rats in there because they found scratch marks on the walls where the uh, we're trying to see what I mean. I'm going to tell you that's kind of creepy. Okay, this close is it down. God's honest truth. Uh, I think it was last reopen arms. last winter, maybe winter before, in the Sentinel. Yeah. Uh, somebody was uh, working at their desk when uh, out of the ceiling, thump, <gasps> rat corpse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? It froze to death because they don't keep the heat on there. <laughs> I, know, I would have had so. So anyway, you no. tell me, you got twenty droppings from a live rat? Eh, that doesn't that's sound horrible. so bad. No. But what, I, I thought you were going to say thump, 
from the tiles, a live rat plopped on their desk, and then you would have had a person corpse. Yeah. I would have passed out and dropped dead. I right think there. I'd rather have a dead rat than a live one. Someone I pick up too. Beth Kassab yeah. off the floor. Yeah. She's out. All right. <laughs> we will be back with more rat talk in just a minute. Oh, You're listening to The Phillips File on 104.1. Welcome back to the show. I am Scott Maxwell filling in for Jim Phillips. And with the rest of the news, here's Moira. Oh, thank you, Scott. Today is December 12th. So 12-12-17. And today is a food day, as always. Today is National Cocoa Day. Oh, you're not supposed to snort that stuff. Not Coke. Cocoa. Oh. No, people snort cocoa, too. Yeah, the Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. They do. Hot cocoa. I wouldn't heat it up before snorting it. No, oh. that went out in the you 80s. Snort the powder. That sounds awful. Really? Well, I don't know. I don't know any of that snorting stuff, but I do know today is National Cocoa That's Day. That's him the other day. Hot chocolate it's or hot cocoa? Impo- yeah, it's very important to stir till it completely dissolves. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you're using powder cocoa. <laughs> uh, hello. What other what kind is there? Is, what there? Are, is there other kind? Of course. Uh. Liquid cocoa. <laughs> of course. Bought, right. bought Let's in, move a, on. in a five-gallon <laughs> drum. It's Costco. Probably. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, happy Cocoa Day to you. Florida voters do not seem to care one jot or tittle about who is the next Florida governor. How <laughs> uh, so? We are having an election in less than one year for a new governor because Governor Baldy is uh, he's termed down. Last poll I saw, the guy leading the Democrats isn't running. That's right. John Morgan <laughs> is not running. A poll conducted by some, you know. Polling group. So who's it going to end up being? Putnam? Simply ask voters to name Probably. any. They asked people. <laughs> the poster came up to you and said, can you name any of the Democratic candidates to replace Rick Scott? Scott um, Maxwell. Very small amount. 30- I think Lindsey Graham is all I could come up with. <laughs> no, no. It's Gwen Graham. <laughs> oh. Not Lindsey Graham. It's former. <laughs> I con- knew it was a girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Lindsey Graham's a man. The pastor. No. <laughs> what? Franklin Graham. Oh, no, that's no. Billy Graham's oh, son. I, yeah, no, no. that's... Uh, oh, no, uh, the no. cracker. Who? Yeah, Graham Cracker. No, no, listen. That, that was actually his motto. I'm a Graham Cracker backer. Uh, her uh, dad. Oh, boy. Listen. The smartest so platform. Cool. It's Gwen Graham, yeah. who is daughter of former Florida Governor Bob Graham. <laughs> if you want s'more, vote for me. <laughs> Graham. Graham. Vote for Graham. Yeah, and my... Co- well, I'll give you s'more. <laughs> That sounds dirty, Jack. And my lieutenant governor, chocolate and marshmallow? Stop it. No. No, Hershey. Gwen Graham came out as the the most recognizable name, but only 13% knew her name from Adam. I got uh, locked out of the Democratic National Convention with Bob Graham. Oh, isn't that nice? Well, I mean, it wasn't a big deal for me because I'm just a schmuck, but he was supposed to be on stage. Did he write about it in his book? Oh, he has a little diary. The guy takes lots of notes. Got locked out with a... With a f- nice fellow from the newspaper. 11% <laughs> named a Tallahassee mayor, Andrew Gillum, Miami Beach mayor, Philip Levine, and Orlando businessman, Chris King, were known by very small percentages, respectively. Gwen Graham Who's had- the guy who ran against Jeb Bush? Was it Smith, Jim Smith or something? You remember? There was a Jim Smith, Bill McBride, or are you thinking? Of- there was- uh, no, there before was- that. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds Smith, right. Yeah. He was a former secretary of state. Or- yeah. When it comes to Americans landing on the moon and on Mars, U.S. Senator Bill Nelson says, show me the money. Florida Democrat and one-time space shuttle astronaut appears skeptical that Republicans will ever increase NASA's budget enough to sustain the space policy directive signed yesterday by the Trumpster. The directive that he signed with a big flourish instructs NASA to start making plans for the resumption of manned trips to the moon and a new manned mission to Mars. You got to admit, but they're never going to. Si- they're never going to. He signed it, and he, did he show it to the camera? He did, like a coloring book. Like President Look what Trump I has an awesome. 
signature. That was something nice about President Trump. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. It and that was like 341. This. There. Yeah. Okay, good. There it is. That's it. It looks like up, down, up, down, up, it's, down. It's very cool looking. Okay. I thought that uh, Elon Musk was just taking care of everything uh, space-related for me. Oh, there she goes again. Uh, yeah. Oh, you that, mentioned him. Elon Musk. The high school soccer coach who allegedly ran away to New York with a teenager from this area is headed back to Florida. The National Victim Notification Network says that the 27-year-old soccer coach was released from the county jail up in Syracuse, New York, yesterday morning to be transported back here to the Panhandle. That's where you went, Syracuse jail? I did, yes, indeed. 17-year-old Caitlin Friesna was missing, went missing right after Thanksgiving and was found about a week later in New York State. Uh, The guy that they have grabbed, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, Ryan Rodriguez, is facing a charge of interference with child custody, which is a third-degree felony, but they're extraditing him back here to Florida. Mm. The Statewide Council on Human Trafficking, speaking of moving people around without their permission, meets this afternoon in Tallahassee. The 15-member council is chaired by Attorney General Pam Bondi. According to a release from Pam's office, the council builds on existing state and local partnerships working to make Florida... A zero-tolerance state for human trafficking, which sounds good if you say it fast, but again, probably no money to back it up. She is a real dynamo, that She is something. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep, I am surprised she's not in jail. Why? Well, you know, for past deeds. Yeah. Well, uh, she's in overall shadiness. She's Mm. in pretty good with our president, as you know. This is true. Uh, Residents of Florida didn't get much relief from Trump University, but Mm. residents of New York did because their attorney general decided to actually pursue some of the Eric Schneiderman. Yeah. Yes. Or something. That was Trump University, right? She was thinking that might lead to something pretty big like attorney general Mm -mm. of the United States. But I think even Trump, who has a pretty low bar for problems... Had trouble appointing her while she was being investigated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for his uh, her oh, actions right. with him. So uh, they are no longer allowed to start the Brevard County Commission meetings with a prayer. Uh, a federal judge says the practice violates the U.S. and the Florida constitutions. The ruling comes after what Brevard, Brevard County was sued because commissioners refused to allow atheists to be in a rotation of prayers or representatives from different faiths who prayed at the invocation, but they are expecting an appeal. Uh, let me say this about that. I, I got to tell you, I am so over these local elected officials putting these big stinks on about their prayers. I've gone to church my entire life. My family has prayed their entire life. Right. Never have I felt the need to have a big audience in front of me, which is really a big what part of doing. what this is yes. about. Yeah. I mean, in fact, if you read verses in the Bible, it says it's, to do it on your own. It's the opposite of what you exactly. should yeah, be doing. Like, and, and you know what I'd like you to do? If you're an elected official, I don't need you so much to pray in public. Maybe stop, I don't know, screwing other people who you're not married to. Maybe uh, stop doing corrupt acts. That might mean a little bit yeah. more than uh, your big showy prayer display. Stop taking pictures of your wiener. How about that for a start? <laughs> it's really, we're not asking much. No deal. Okay, no. listen. President Donald Trump set off a Twitter war. Surprise, surprise today. Um, when he attacked one of the Senate's most powerful women with his attack on Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, he decided to uh, get into this after she is you know, all over him about resigning because of the 16 accusers uh, who said that he grabbed them or put their his hand up her this or her that. Anyway, so now, you know, the Trumpster uh, comes back and it's calls... President Trump to you, Mo. Yes, I know. He calls her a lightweight senator, calls her a total flunky, 
and then said she is she would come to his office begging for campaign contributions not so long ago, parentheses, and would do anything for them. Now, what do you think he meant by that? Well, that's exactly right. That is a sexual innuendo. She would do anything for money. She came begging for contributions. So what does that mean? She came there, you know, you know what? I, I know what? I think he is envisioning here, and it pisses me off. So well, that means the White House says, Mo, you are in the gutter. Those who call Trump's tweet sexist are in the gutter. Okay. That's Every, officially like, like from everybody. the White House. So you're saying that like, as, as soon as Mo said that, the White House responded? That's nice. Right wow. on CNN. Sarah uh, Media Sanders is, well, yeah. Oh, she scares me. Elizabeth, oh, Same. she's, she's yeah. got that senior wences mouth. You know, she's got a, a <laughs> mouth. Like, that, that doesn't look like Rare. it's connected to the rest of her jawline. I don't know. It, look, turns out that Elizabeth Warren immediately jumps to her defense, uh, as do others. And even Kirsten Gillibrand herself says, you cannot silence me or the millions of women who've gotten off the sidelines to speak out about the unfitness and shame you've brought to the Oval and, Office. And what did uh, Senator Warren and call she it? She says, are you really trying to bully, intimidate, and slut shame at oh. Senator Gillibrand? Do you know who you're picking a fight with? That was Warren's tweet. Not a minute later. Now, let me tell you something. That uh, senator, Senator Warren, is not afraid to back down. She will she, I mean, she won't back down. Yeah. She's, she's senator, like Tom Petty. Senator Dianne Feinstein uh, won't back down. I get it. The Senator Dianne Feinstein uh, from California followed Elizabeth Warren into the fracas and said, another disgusting tweet from thin-skinned Donald Trump. This man has a problem, plain and simple. He lashes out at women and doesn't control, seem able to be, control his impulses. For the good of the nation, he should delete his Twitter account. There was a story in the New York Times magazine over the weekend that got the president's attention when it revealed, among other things, that he watched on a regular basis eight hours of TV a day. Four to eight hours, I believe. Mm -hmm. And that one of the things that made him maddest was when anybody tried to touch the remote control. In which case, he doesn't sound like the president of the United States. He sounds like my grandpa Holland. I mean, yeah. uh, Hey, don't touch the control. How does anyone who works full-time have eight hours to watch television? I thought president was hard. Is being president of the United States hard, or does he have eight hours of his waking day to sit around with his finger on the... Well, you have plenty of people around you to do it. Some people are a little more hands-on. Yeah. The the magazine said that he would go too late in his morning watching, particularly with the morning shows. Remember when he was running, that's where he said he got got all this news from the morning shows. shows. The the piece said that he would finally emerge sometimes still in his PJs around nine or That is another picture I don't want to see. Now, Larry King has also stepped in this sexual innuendo business. But he flatly and unequivocally denies groping. Well, then he didn't do it if he... Well, everybody starts off flatly you know, and unequivocally denying. But uh, yesterday, Terry Richard, who was married to the late singer and actor Eddie Fisher, you know, a long time ago. Now she says that Larry King groped her on two separate occasions in 05 and 06, 2005 and 2006. So not that long ago. During these baseball awards dinners in California. In a statement... Now, in his defense, baseball awards dinners are boring. Mm. So he decides to put his hands in someone's buttocks? All right. Really? you can find something else to do. The quote is that he slid his hands down the middle of her back and put his hands inside her dress in the back. And it ended up three or four of his fingers were right in her Maybe he was showing her how to tag out the runner. (laughs) (laughs) Or the the signals for home plate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fingers in in the crack of your touch. Oh, gee, Mo. That's what it says here. It's um, Don't shoot the messenger. It says three. Yeah, I got to say, I did see these quotes. Uh, They were... uh, Specific. They were graphic and They were very specific. specific. 
Yeah. Uh, Larry, come on, stop it. He's yeah. 84 years old. That's uh, kind of gross. And finally, NFL Network had to suspend three of its Hall of Famers in response to a former employee's lawsuit alleging sexual misconduct by several men when she worked there. These two guys, Heath Evans, Ike Taylor, uh, former NFL Network analyst Donovan McNabb, Warren Sapp, and Eric Davis also cited in the suit, as is the former NFL Network executive producer, Eric Weinberger. So now it's like five or six guys. She claims that they, uh, sexual harassment, of course, age and sex discrimination, hostile work environment, all these kind of things. But she does say they would ask invasive questions about her sex life, fondle her, and expose their junk as they made sexually suggestive remarks to her. And didn't didn't one of them, she say, send a video of... Of his unit? Oh, no, in the shower. Yeah. Yeah, of him grabbing himself in the shower. It's like, stop that. Like, nobody wants to see that. Yeah, I got to tell you, that, that I don't I, get harassment, I'd like to say in general, but uh, the idea of uh, pleasuring yourself and wanting to put that on a video and Show, send it this. to a few folks. Hey, look at this. Now. No. Oh, now. Oh, and here comes oh, the other side of that debate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, what? If no. you think about the other side. Yes, there is no other side. In that male mind, can't you imagine women that you might like to see that video of? Oh. Be honest. I don't. I. No, I don't. Haven't you ever? Haven't you? No. Haven't you ever watched? I would call it adult fair when it comes to movies. You don't have to answer this, Scott. I don't think so. The second part. Let me send you a link. After dark, when I was. Is that 12 years old? Yeah, Smacks, yeah that was, It's uh, Maxwell at OrlandoSentinel.com. I'm going to send you a few links. What? Okay. Are, is this no, from no, you no, in no. your shower? No, 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 Jack, I don't want that. I can say unequivocally with no hesitation. No, no, don't do it. No, I got to oh. say that. Save that for Naomi, but just don't Ew. do that to anyone. Alab- I got some sites for you. Al- no. No, no. Mm. <laughs> Alabama voters are deciding today if it's Republican Roy Moore or Democrat Doug Jones for the U.S. Senate. The outcome is still very much in flux. Because- oh, no, it's not. But let me just tell you right now. You're, tell me what you're getting for Hanukkah. You're getting Roy Moore in the U.S. Senate. Oh, <laughs> Happy <no>. Hanukkah, Mo. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's Go terribly ahead. sad now. It makes me sad. Don't ruin my holiday. Well, voters of Alabama are Yeah, uh, the outcome is in certainty because polls show either there, there are three versions of the pollsters. One of them shows them neck and neck. One of them shows Roy Moore up by 10, yep. and the other shows Doug Jones up by 10. And do you know one of the polls that Which shows no help. Doug Jones, the Democrat, up the highest? Yes. Do you know who conducted it? Uh-uh. Fox. Oh, well. Really? I yep. think they're trying to energize the Fox base. Oh, look, Doug Jones is up. You better get to the polls. Yeah, but it has swung. It swung from nine up to eight down just in the last, like, yeah. four days. So, eh, throw all that out the window. Oh, yeah, the polls. Oh, wait, but, Mo, you, you skipped my favorite part about Roy Moore. Didn't he vote today? He voted, as did Doug Jones. All and how, But how did he show up? He showed up to the polls with his wife, both on horseback, <laughs> like Yahoo Country. And he, he, he literally, oh, yeah. he, he clip-clopped his way to the polling place. And the horse was kind of dancing around and, like, acting a little bit out of control. <laughs> It was really Yahoo. The horse's name is Sassy. And the horse's name, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they so got you permission. Think that, uh, Jack, you think that wins you more votes or shoes them away? And I mean, it's that not Texas. Is... <laughs> shoe. I get it? Oh, I get it. Or shoe. Wins and votes. I don't think it throws any off. Nope. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel returned to his late night show last night with his baby eight-month-old son, Billy. And a plea, again, a tearful plea. Whenever he talks about this, he gets very emotional about it. He was absent last week because his son had to go through a second heart surgery for a serious defect he was born with. Now, Kimmel 
Oh, my gosh. He could hardly contain himself uh, talking about the second surgery or any of this, but said his son is doing well and took the opportunity last night with his son in his arms to ask Congress to continue funding the Children's Health Insurance Program, which Chip. is CHIPS or whatever, which expired in October and blasted lawmakers for letting this program funding lapse. Jimmy's not afraid to uh, weigh into a little politics every once no, in a while, he, is he? No, he? No. After the shootings, too. You got birthdays for us, Mo? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... Oh, here we go. I'm excited. I think we all went 1-1-1 yesterday. All right, so. let's see how you do today. Happy, happy birthday! To Kathy Rigby. Gymnast. I remember her. Yeah, a little pixie. Oh. Scott, you go. Come on, what is that? Okay. Scott Maxwell. 67. I got no oh, idea. Oh, please. 69. You don't even know. 68? What'd you say? 67. You get it. 65. Whoa. I knew it. I would have guessed that, but Pinkman threw me off. Oh, boy. Happy, happy <laughs> birthday, Scott. You go first again to Bob Barker. Bob Barker should be dead, but no, oh, no, my no, no, gosh. No, that is so rude. Don't tell his family. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, I went to a taping of The Price is Right once. Really? He got on a tirade because he didn't think he was paid enough for his scene in Happy Gilmore. Oh, boy. When the cameras weren't rolling. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was, it was the damnedest thing. That's Sanders. You're like, you're like, I'm just here to play Pinkle Bob. Uh, <laughs> I wonder Pinko. how many times he gives that little speech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was obviously top of mind, as they say. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to say Bob Barker is, Bob? is 91. Pinky. 93. 95. Oh, Pinky and Jack split 94. I don't believe Lame. it, but okay. 94. Happy, happy birthday! Put holiday magic back on the show. Oh, shelf, Sorry. Uh, and now, uh, since it is Hanukkah, I figured I had to find a Jew in there somewhere. And I did. Mayim Bialik, or Blossom. Oh. Right, remember her? Smart. Very smart, that so, one. Mm, something. Yeah, I don't she's know. Got, got it right. Go ahead. She's got a PhD in neuroscience. Oh, please. Oh, isn't That's that true. Winnie from... Isn't that Winnie from... Oh my God! With the kid, with Fred Wonder Savage, years? yes, Winnie the Pooh. All right. Oh, well, I, I, anyway, anyway, uh, sorry, Maya she, Bialik. She is thirty-eight. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Jack, you split it with him. So what is it? Uh, thirty-five. My... I'm going to say thirty-nine. Are you high? I am. A forty-two. You get it. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be a great Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend, and uh, that's the Lottie Dodge. Just call me Moy. Thank you, Mo. Don't go anywhere. Coming right after this break, we have Channel Six anchor Matt Austin. You're listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. The holiday season is in full swing on Orlando's Super TV3, and you'll find the seasonal shows that no one else has, like Saul Greenberg's Salute to Hanukkah. Our Hanukkah is way better than your stupid Christmas. There are eight days of Hanukkah. That means we Jews get eight times as many gifts and have eight times as much... You're listening to The Phillips File. Through the snow in a one horse open sleigh, or the fields we go laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight! Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells. And 
welcome back to the Phillips File. That was Dean Martin singing the sleepiest version of Jingle Bells I've ever heard. Sort of like <laughs> That's kind of Audio dose of tryptophan there, it sounded like. But uh, we are now going to be joined by Matt Austin of Channel 6. I'm a, I like Matt. A lot of, like a lot of what he has to say. And I have to tell you guys, I like Matt despite the fact that I was warned about him by, by one of his coworkers. Him? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? It was actually at the Phillips File Poker Tom Tournament. Tom Sorrels. Tom Sorrels. Don't listen to that guy. Tom Sorrels calls over and he says, "You got to watch out for that Austin guy." I said, "What? He seems like a he seems like a great guy." He says, "He's so sweet." He said, "The ladies, they all swoon." And I said, "What? Do you, I come on." What does that Jack, mean? And then he points over Jack, and, and there's he's got a he's got a little posse. You know who's in his posse? Uh-huh. Who? NaomiBradshaw.com. Yeah. Tom Sorrels' wife and my wife. Yeah. <laughs> They're all around him at the blackjack oh. table. And they're all gaga, Like right? he's Elvis Presley. Oh, my God. Yeah. But the, he is adorable, said, but he, he's... Uh, yeah. And now he's got Mo too. But, yeah. Matt, we are very <laughs> glad that you are here nonetheless, because now I know where you are. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, it sounds like another accurate forecast from Tom. Oh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> well, we are glad you are joining us. Uh, I know you cover a lot of stories, but this one we're talking about right now, texting and driving, has been personal to you. And I thought maybe you could start by just telling us a little bit about what happened to you and why you got so involved. Well, yeah, just like uh, most people driving home from work, I drive home late at night. Uh, you know, it was about midnight, John Young Parkway. I remember hearing this really loud noise. I was stopped at a red light, minding my own business. Hear this loud noise. Next thing you know, I wake up in the middle of the intersection, and I'm Mm. talking, but I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm kind of mumbling to myself, and uh, and I feel this dripping down the back of my head. That's never good. No, and it Uh oddly it felt cold. I thought there was some water or something, so you know, I touch the back of my head, and there's blood just everywhere. And uh turns out this guy was, uh, you know, guy in his 20s was texting. He admitted to the police officer he was texting, which the police officer told me in the emergency room after I was transported and got 10 staples in my head that uh, this guy was texting while driving. And, uh, I, and, and I know Matt's giving you a slightly sanitized version of uh, some of the injuries sustained, but tell them uh, what it was that hit your head, if, if my memory is correct. Oh, yeah, it was uh, my baby's car seat, uh, actually, which some people have given me a hard time about when I posted the story online. They say, oh, your car seat wasn't in right. Well, it was incorrectly, but when you're, you know, a relatively tall guy, I'm 6'2", I was in a sedan, and my my wife bought this, like, Barca lounger car seat for my baby that was <laughs> rear-facing. Yeah. And, and uh, so my head pretty much almost touches the car seat as it is, but then when someone violently slams into you at 50 miles an hour, it basically just gashed the back of my head mm-hmm. and uh, tore it up. Now I have these pretty scars back there. And I was going to say, um, you were you were out of commission for a bit, weren't you, after this? Yeah, I was. I, I couldn't work for a week because, uh, you know, pretty much the worst thing to do when you have a concussion is to stare at bright lights and read. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, There's that. I couldn't really do that. And then uh, another week I came back just, uh, just kind of partially uh, for the 11 o'clock news. And so for two weeks, it kind of had me out of commission. It, it jacked me up for a while. It took a while to feel normal again after a severe concussion. So I can imagine. Yeah, it hurt. And, and then as you began to learn more about texting and driving, what did you learn about Florida? Okay, I learned that Florida is inept when it comes to <laughs> texting and driving laws. So, like, woefully inept. Uh, so, you know, the police officer, again, told me in the emergency room that 
the guy admitted to him he was texting and driving. So I assumed that when I pulled up the police report online a week later, when I could actually look at a computer again, uh, that he would have a ticket. No ticket. Not only that, it did not even state in the report that he was texting when he hit me, even though he told the officer that. And I thought, what is this off? You know, what is this officer doing? What is, it's his fault. And then as I looked into it more, these police officers cannot write a ticket in the state of Florida unless they see someone with their own eyes texting and driving. So even if you see it, even if they admit it, it does not matter. All that matters is that they see it with their own eyes, which is pretty rare. But and, but right now, even if they see it with their own eyes. Oh, yeah, that's that's the even better point. Yeah, right now they can't pull you over. You know, all those people you drive by every day swerving in and out of the road, mm-hmm. uh, police officers cannot pull them over for texting. They have to be doing something else, speeding, you know, change lanes, run a red light. Uh, they could have a broken taillight and get pulled over. Right. You know, their registration could be expired and get pulled over, but they can be sitting there not looking at the road and paying attention. Police officers cannot pull them over for so, texting and driving right now. So to put this in perspective, right now, nine people die every single day in the United States as a result of distracted driving. Accident rates, just accidents in general, are one every minute, which means in the five minutes we've been talking with Matt here, there have been like five crashes. Uh, but right now, Florida is one of uh, one of only eight states. Forty-two other states allow officers to stop people uh, who they see texting and driving. To Matt's point, if an officer sees somebody, you know, knocking back a Drinking. beer while they're driving, you can pull them over. If he oh, see, yeah. they could, they could have two phones, Wait, one in wh- each hand. If you're not of a seatbelt on, it's that, a primary offense. They can pull you right. over. But if you're texting and your face is in that phone, it's like just they don't. They have to see a broken tail light or something to pull you over something else. So Matt, you exactly. t- you told me when we we talked about this uh, earlier that you, you, for the first time as a, as a journalist, as a guy in, in broadcast news, you felt a little compelled to do something than more than just cover the story. Absolutely, you know, since it impacted me, and since really looking at the situation with not just me, but with all the rest of the people in the building here at News Six. You know, some things are right and some things are wrong. You know, we try to be unbiased when it comes to everything. But, you know, some things are just messed up. And when you're one of only a few states not protecting people, we decided, hey, let's take a stand on this issue. It's one that impacts us all. And let's try to see if we can save some lives. Because really, uh, the legislators have been stagnant on the issue. Uh, There's no lobbying group out there for public safety. There's just no money in it, uh, you know. There's nobody taking lawmakers out for a steak dinner to say, hey, come, you know, uh, vote for this texting and driving legislation. So we decided that we would point a camera at them and we would poke the bear and find out, you know, if they had a reasonable defense for what appears to be an indefensible lack of legislation. And uh, so we poked a a lot and uh, (laughs) I made some enemies in the last session, it seems. And uh, well, what I thought made some enemies uh, especially House Speaker Richard Corcoran. I really went after him hard. Yeah, you did. Television. You had an uncomfortable interview with him. Yeah, not, I mean, not, maybe not uncomfortable for you, uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> well, it was one of those interviews, Scott, and I'm sure you've had many of these, where by the end of it, you're like, this guy is never going to talk to me again, so uh-huh. I might as well do it. That's actually it usually out. where I start my interviews. Uh, <laughs> but, but but you are, are one of the things that Matt, points Matt just made that is really right, is the things that get attention in Tallahassee and in Washington, D.C. are the things that have money. 
uh, behind them. It's the booze lobby, the insurance lobby, the gun lobby, the pot lobby. In fact, last year, and I think Matt has a vignette about this, uh, the, the legislation, the legislature spent hours, days and days, dis, dis, trying debating where booze could be sold, whether it's a grocery store or a Target-type store. Right. And how many hearings yeah. did they have on texting and driving last year? Uh, we got through one committee in the Senate last year, and the rest of them didn't even discuss texting and driving. Something that, and, and I was actually, it's funny that you bring that up, Scott, uh, because last year, while they were debating the liquor law for, I think, some six hours on the right. House floor, I was standing right outside with a dad who had lost his child because a texting driver ran him over at night, and he was just dumbfounded that this was the discussion that you know lawmakers think was impacting people. Right. But in reality, you know, they wouldn't talk texting and driving at all. And that's because dead kids, the dead kid lobby uh, doesn't have very deep pockets. Uh, No, it does not. It does not exist. But one of the reasons we have Matt on today is because there has been significant change since last session. Uh, There has been uh, support from a growing number of legislators, but most significantly among and from uh, the House Speaker Richard Corcoran, who... Matt mentioned just a few minutes ago. He came out p- pretty full-throated about it. Uh, were you surprised by that? I was sh- I was stunned. Two weeks ago, I got a call before they let the bill loose from the Speaker's office, and uh, they said, hey, the Speaker you know, said you planted a seed in his mind, and we wanted to let you know, uh, be one of the first to know, that we are putting a bill out there that would make texting and driving a primary offense. It actually has some teeth to it, too. Uh, 30 bucks for your first offense, which isn't great. The second offense, though, within five years is $60, and with court fees, it's $158 to send a text if this goes through, uh, which I don't know too many people who have that kind of money to be able to drop 160 bucks for a text message. I you, know, can, I you can wait to tell your uh, wife to pick up milk or to uh, put out the cat for uh, yeah. the 160 bucks. And thank you, Matt, and, and I'll have you know, uh, I actually chatted with the bill, one of the bill's main sponsors earlier today, Emily Slosberg, Democrat out of South Florida, and she said that she is uh, as encouraged as she's ever been, and I think we may see some action. So thanks for your voice on that front, Matt, and we, we will keep watching it because nothing's a done deal, especially in Tallahassee, until they drop the handkerchief. <laughs> that is the truth. And, Scott, thank you for your reporting. You did some excellent reporting on it, too, so I appreciate the help. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for your effort on that front. We will be back with you in just a few minutes. 104.1, The Phillips File. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. Peepers. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Scott Maxwell filling in for Jim Phillips, but nobody cares about that right now because it's time for Jack Bradshaw. Now, everyone cares about that, and I can attest to uh, uh, that by telling you about Real Mobile 77031. It's our texting service powered by David Moss Chevrolet, right. and that's when listeners can just simply text the show. We hope they're not driving. Uh, they send a, a text to the show, and they ask questions, and you'd be surprised at how many people say, who is that when they hear your voice? Who is Apparently, that? you sound a lot different in the studio than you do when you're speaking on the phone mm-hmm. when they're used to getting you on Wednesday afternoon. They, they send a text and they're probably, who was that? I'm listening to the Christmas music channel now. <laughs> yes. But that guy sounded <laughs> different. But I'm still going to text you and yeah, let yeah, you yeah. know about it. 
Click. Anyway, uh, yesterday was a day in New York that uh, broke news of another terrorist attack. However, this one was not as um, fierce as ones in recent past. But uh, let's take a listen to a New York mayor, Bill de Blasio, as he kind of sums up what happened in New York yesterday. Let's be clear, as New Yorkers, our lives revolve around the subways. When we hear of an attack on the subway, it's incredibly unsettling. And let's be also clear, this was an attempted terrorist attack. Thank God the perpetrator did not achieve his ultimate goals. Did you see the video from yesterday? Saw some of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy makes his own pipe bomb, you know, uh, detonates it. Right. Yeah, three innocent people injured, not uh, seriously. Right. That's what the reports say. And then this guy, most seriously, was the the terrorist injured. But it shows him, the and the footage shows him lying on the ground in pain. Mm-hmm. When you saw that, what was your reaction? You had one job. <laughs> that he had one job. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just he goes down in the. It was the, almost uh, like if anybody's going to get hurt, I'm glad it was you. In the in the pipe bomb yeah. hall of fame, he's probably at the bottom. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't make the like. You, nobody wants to joke about anything, but I think there were probably a good number of people who, when they yeah. saw that, thought yeah. there's a little just desserts there, pal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. A little karma right yeah. there. Oh, you son of a. Oh boy. Yeah, I I actually kind of laughed. Yeah, <laughs> you idiot. You laughed. Uh, that guy, yeah. Oh. And I'm glad they got him. And I'm glad he didn't die. So now he's got to face, you know, all the legal crap that goes along with it. Yeah. That's you true. know, sit sit your ass in jail for a while and think about it. And there was some quick acting uh, Port Authority officers who... Uh, Props to that, man. Yeah. If you think right? about Absolutely. it, it's like, what are you... Uh, well, in the subway, thousands and thousands of people every day. And think, this is New York. It's, think about how many weird things you see in the subways uh, of New York. It's one of the busiest spots for people commuting in the world and you're dealing with this and this jackass comes with this pipe bomb so good for um, them thank you, you know, I'm, I'm just sorry that three other people had to be hurt in absolutely this stupid thing but anyway caught that sucker all right let's move on uh you know there is an election today and it is involving the senate seat available in Montana. alabama oh no man and it's roy moore against the other guy Doug. Doug Jones. Oh, thank you, Doug Jones. Oy. Yeah, and you know the president had a robocalls in support of the accused child molester Roy Jug. What's his name? Roy. Roy. No, Roy, Roy Moore and Roy Doug Moore. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Roy. <laughs> not Roy Jones. Did did when did the president read it the way you just did? No, I mean, <laughs> this is in def- support of accused child molester. I don't know. You tell Roy me Moore. because. Well, okay. The our previous president, President Barack Obama, also had a robocall in support of who is it, Mo? Doug Jones. Okay. Yeah, you just heard it a second ago. Yeah. So here you go. Don't listen to Obama. Donald, is that you? How are you hacking into my robocall? Barack, believe me, this is nothing. Vladimir's tech guys are incredible. I watched Margot Robbie eat breakfast this morning. That's illegal. Now, Donald, get out of my phone. Stop supporting Doug Jones. Why can't you just sit this one out? It's too important. Why do you care? Man, when I'm done being president, all I'm going to do is tweet, eat fast food, and golf. How will that be different from what you're doing now? Ah, but a bum. That's uh-huh. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, had the competing robocalls between uh, this president and the previous president. 
And uh, that didn't sound real. I have to tell you, Obama uh, sounded, it sounded like they were on the phone. Oh, uh, no, yeah, you did have the phone effect. Does anyone do a really spot on Trump, President Trump? Sure, Who? yes, who does Who? the best Trump? You don't, you don't. I, I think, I think Alec Baldwin, when he started, he started to get a little parody of himself by the end, but yeah. I think That's early true. on, he was pretty really, solid. yeah, tremendous. <laughs> That's right. China and yeah, China, yeah. that whole thing was funny. But it's Very always exact, and it's that's cartoonish. Can anyone do it where you think, oh, that's that that's the real deal? That that really is President Trump. I I, well, I, I don't know of any. Maybe Mo. I no, I don't do it. Sid. <laughs> Apparently, Pinkman. Pinkman is throwing that in every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if if there's ever a booking for a one word. Donald Trump impersonator, you'll it. have that. That's yeah. it. One word, you're good. Failing Scott Maxwell. Oh, thank you. Three. Oh, three. oh, that's <laughs> sad. sad. See, sad. All right, well, here's the deal, and uh, we don't do much in the way of sports, but when we do, we like to it's focus. It's about the Yankees. <laughs> it's about the Yankees, which it was yesterday or today, uh, one of the a topic near and dear to my heart or a sport and a, a league it's uh lithuanian basketball oh that always has been close to you since when do you like care about shoot that? a lot of threes they play guys out of position they don't really guard so he felt like this would be the perfect fit for leangelo and lamello because uh, they'll get some playing time lavar's big thing was playing them together the ball brothers mo Oh, those brothers. Yeah. Yes, they're playing basketball in Lithuania. Well, they may be. They don't know if they're going to start yet. <laughs> One of them dropped out of UCLA because the dad didn't think he should be suspended from the team for shoplifting in China. Right. Who was that that was giving a like serious endorsement of that uh, fatherly decision? That is, this is ESPN's Jeff Goodman hmm. talking about the Ball Brothers signing with a professional basketball team in Lithuania. And, and they're not going to make a lot of money over there but they should get a chance to play together if they do play over there. And the source I spoke to said it's probably a 50-50 shot if they ever even end up over there. And if they do, the over-under, according to him, how long they'd make it, maybe a month. But you know what we're going to get? What? Highlights. ESPN. They'll love the Ball Brothers. And the dad, for all of his nonsense, has done one thing. He attracts a media spotlight. And he will bring attention to his sons, just like he did his oldest, who now plays for the Lakers. So they do that. That means school's done. Doesn't it? I don't know the rules as far as when you, like, he drops out of school. Once you play professionally, I don't know if it's I the same that done. you can't go back. I thought you were done after that. But yeah. I, I've been curious about whether another school is going to take LeVar. Right. After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you get his dad. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot, a lot it's of a package, package deal. Yeah, it's package. And I don't think most college coaches want to deal with a player's father who's in, in tweet wars with the president of the United States. The Or, you know, most teams. I, I, yeah. I don't know what the relationship, you know, maybe if the dad's endgame, hey, my son's on the team, I'm just going to, you know, stay out of it. I don't know what kind of behind-the-scenes contact he has with the Lakers. But uh, you can only imagine that if things don't go well or if they deteriorate or, you know, whatever happens. He's not going to be quiet forever. No, and there is one thing that cures almost all problems in sports, and that's winning. Yeah, buddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Speaking of winning, speaking of sports, 
Uh, sports was the topic in Central Florida today. It was a big day. It was a practice day for our UCF Knights. UCF 12 and 0 season. They are the American Athletic Conference champions, and they are trying to go 13 and 0 when they play in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl on January 1 in Atlanta oh, against yeah. the Auburn Tigers. The only question and uh, a circus surrounding. This whole event is the fact that their head coach left for Nebraska. However, today he returned. Nebraska head coach Scott Frost was back in Central Florida today. Right. Um, he was overseeing practice for UCF Knights. They had a press conference. Scott Frost wisely wore a UCF shirt. Oh, good. And not a Nebraska shirt. But here is athletic director Danny White because basically he oversees the whole operation, mm-hmm. and he talks about the decision, the decision to let Scott Frost coach the Knights in the Peach Bowl on January 1. Here he is, Danny White, mm-hmm. not the Cowboys. We played 12 football games this year, and we won all 12 of them, so changing things up on the 13th doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Right? Yeah, no, everything I've heard from our uh, sports people at the Sentinel was that this was never even really a decision, that yeah, you're going 12-0, and 0, he's taking... Most of the staff with him. Yep, uh, who, right. What else are you going to bring in? That said, I've seen before this can go wrong. In fact, we've seen it in Florida. Uh, when Florida hired University of Florida, Spurrier, he hired him from Duke University. It was back like 30, 89, 30 years ago. Exact same thing happened. Duke was, they were top-ranked team. They got hired down here, and there was debate. Should he Spurrier coach Duke now that he's yeah. already the UF coach? Yeah. He decided mm-hmm. to coach they got destroyed. Yeah. Spurrier got destroyed in the All-American Bowl. So uh, they thought he was distracted. But if the players want him, that's sort of the bottom line in my book. UCF. But it's about the Knights. And, and the players talk about distraction that the UCF Knights, the, the team. Yeah. Uh, and uh, too often uh, we spend a lot of time talking about the coach and, you know, right. the, the business of it. But it's really it's these players that have produced this 12-0 and season. And they first had to overcome hurricanes, games being postponed, moved around, um, dealing with their personal lives, their families in the path of a hurricane when it was Irma, uh-huh. coming back to play, and then, you know, uh, putting this unbelievable season, and then dealing with all the rumors yep. and talk about the coach right. leaving. Which went on for the last at least three games pretty intensely. Oh, it, it's been going on all season. for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, he, it was Mike Bianchi. Uh, you mentioned your um, your co-workers at the Orlando Sentinel, also host of Open Mike on FM 96.9 <laughs> The Game. He talks. Uh, he asked the coach today about returning to coach and the schedule and, you know, is his plan the same as it, you know, would have been had he never left? I think, you know, things had to be worked out to make sure it could happen. But our whole staff, our, our number one priority has been and will be the, the players that we're coaching. That's what we're in this business for. And our whole staff, um, it's not ideal circumstances, but they feel like the right thing to do is to be 100% committed and dialed in to help these young guys in the whole game. And I think that gives us the best chance to win a game, and that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. The uh, you know the commitment he says, and rightfully so, is on the players, on the team, getting them prepared for this game. Uh, so they had time off. He left for early signing. He was working for Nebraska, recruiting for Nebraska, uh, and that time off, he said, uh, in all the teams he was involved with as a player and coach, when it comes to 
uh, a late bowl game, which January 1st, you know, it's, Absolutely. it's That's quite a, a few days. You would yeah. definitely take time off. So players get some time off and now they're, he's, it's going to be a normal uh, training schedule for them. And, and finally, he was asked about what it was like returning to uh, Central Florida, returning to see the players after having that time off and everything that's gone on. Here is Scott Frost once again, um, UCF head coach for one more game. You know, as long as I live, UCF and Orlando will feel like home to me. And it felt like coming home to these guys. Um, the energy on the field was awesome. So the guys are excited about playing. Uh, and like I said, this isn't, these aren't ideal circumstances, but we're all dialed in, committed. We're all dialed in and committed. The one thing I did note, though, uh, uh, athletic director Danny White introduces Scott Frost. And it said, it, you know, as he introduced it, he said, and here's Scott Frost. That's it? Not, well, no, he said other things before that. But kind of a build-up at no, all? No, yeah, he did build oh. it up. But he said, finally, here's Scott Frost. And not, here's Coach Frost. Or, you know, you think normally they refer to him as the coach. Oh, sure. And every time publicly they're referred to as coach. Oh, I but think you're nitpicking at him, Jack. Think? Yeah. Well, I here's what I I think these guys these guys have shown uh, some major heart. I, I I think they're up against a pretty uphill battle against an SC team, double digit favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Auburn, like yeah. Uh, Auburn, but they have pulled it out before. I don't think anybody's got heart. Man, you want to like like this team does. If you want a feel good story, Shaquem, is that how you say his first name? Yeah. Griffin. My yes. goodness, that guy's got some grit. <laughs> he does. So he, he he doesn't like um, talking about. Well, he doesn't consider himself. Handicapped. Well, regardless of the fact of his uh, uh, arm issues, yes, yes. I- I've heard a number of commentators say they've just seen, never seen anybody hustle. Forget right now, f- it, it, abilities or not, the way he gets knocked down pops right back up. For those so. that don't know, he does not have a left hand. Yeah. Okay. Um, they created a special uh, glove and arm uh, mount so he could actually lift weights. Uh, he, he, you know, he is an unbelievable player. He and He's his one- brother. Many awards. He has a brother that's, uh, I believe he's a year older. Or actually, no. I guess they were twins. But Maybe one started a year. I think he might have started a a year ahead. He plays professional football for Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. So he's an unbelievable story. He's one of the best players on the team and uh, a joy to watch. And, uh, you know, the game, you can hear it on FM 96.9. The game, you watch it. It's going to be nationally televised. It is the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, and I will be there at the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I just got to figure out how I'm getting there. You want to carpool together? Uh, absolutely. Did you? Are you paying for your own hotel room, Jack? He's yeah. without sleeping in the back. Yeah. He's sleeping in the back of Jim's truck or something. Because I've been to a Peach Bowl before. Yeah. I, I know the rooms get pricey. Up there. Yeah. The in well, Atlanta. Maybe yeah. I should jump on because I have until this week to decide if I want to get a media room at the hotel. Uh huh. I guess one hundred twenty dollars is reasonable. Oh, oh my god! You Way should cheap. Yeah, jump you, on that. Yes. Jump on that. Because otherwise, I'll be sleeping in my car. I got a parking pass. Is Naomi going with you? She no. can't sleep in a car. No, 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 no. I'm going by myself. Oh, that's kind of cute and sad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he tried to talk Jim into going, but Jim yeah. said, "Forget it. I'm not doing that." And even Pinkman doesn't care. He's a UCF alum like I am. It's not that I don't care. It's just the and logistics it, of it all. Well, yeah, it sounds like you get in the, the car. In you maybe have a room. What's what's the logistics to worry about? I don't tell you how to write newspaper columns, Scott. Didn't didn't Jim bail on your last planned road trip, Pinkman? Mine. Oh no, he bailed on Jack's several times. It was for Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, every time, every time we've planned one, he's bailed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, he and I are planning a little date. Oh, a mandate. Oh, good luck yeah. with that. Oh, for you, he'll probably go. You know, I was about to say, you think he's going to bail? No. 
I, I, I'm gonna. I'm actually looking for some suggestions for where we should die. No, he wants a bucket of Popeyes. chicken. Popeyes. Yeah, get okay. a bucket of chicken. Right. Maybe after we come back, you can explain what you're talking about with a bucket of chicken and dining. And, All right, yeah. we'll, fi- we'll, we'll figure it out when we get back. Yeah. You're listening to the real, <laughs> the, the realist, realist. <laughs> the realist, the um, realist show on I Real Radio. It's the realist show. It's Phyllis Chicken File. Oh no, Phillips File on 104.1 <laughs> FM. And now a check of the news with Big Daddy. Thank you, Scooter. An Australian man discovered an eight-foot-long python lounging on his couch. To be fair, this is pretty much expected in Australia. It was probably just his new roommate. Next, a German village with a population of 20 people sold for $165,000. Unbelievable. I've had my eye on that village for months now. I just had to fulfill a few more Amazon orders before I had enough money to buy it. It's like the say, when one town sells another one buys. Or something. Finally, a woman scored a $2 million prize off a scratch-off after winning 100000 on a different card. It's like they say, when one scratch-off wins another one also wins. Or something. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. It's just like being in the studio with us. Told you not to make eye contact with the bear. Mm. Now you gotta fight it. Facebook.com slash Real Radio 1041. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Playing the part of Jim Phillips. Here's Scott Maxwell. That is right. I am Scott Maxwell sitting in for Jim Phillips today, and it is time for Closest to the Pen. Pinkman, you look like you are as fired up as ever. Fire is my middle name, Scott. I almost saw your eyes blink, I think. <laughs> now, I, although, you know what? He may look a little sluggish, but yesterday he absolutely destroyed the caller. Right. That's true. He does quite well in this game. All right, so we're going to give it a chance to Nathan, I believe it is. Pinkman, do you mind departing? And even if you do, we don't care. Get out. <sighs> I believe it's his sense of apathy towards it. Is that, that what you think him. helps? Yes. So you think maybe like the Olympians yeah. should try that? They'd... If you just don't care, uh, he's relaxed. It he's puts very him... laissez-faire. Yeah. Hey, don't so hurry, Pinkman. It's not like we're doing a radio show or anything here. He doesn't move. There's two no, speeds. He's re- it's, it's slow and stop. And That's stop. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he is gone, and so we are going to welcome to the show Nathan. Nathan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Scott? I'm, well, I'm, you know, it's you're the first one to ask. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, I'm doing great, thank you. And uh, how do you feel about going against Pinkman? Because I got to tell you, he's been on fire lately. I'm I'm nervous. Well, that's well. Apparently, according to Jack's theory, that's not going to serve you well. But uh, we'll go ahead and give it a try yeah. anyway. Here we go. Are you ready? All right. We, these are. This is from Brad, our co-producer of All Gaming. Ten questions, so you're going to have to Thanks, hang tight, uh, Nathan. And uh, there's just a theme that goes from one to the next. We'll get started in three, two, one. 60 Minutes featured California Governor Jerry Brown. What's the population of California? Uh, 500,000. California wildfires were the lead story. When did 60 Minutes make its debut? 
1960. Another 60-minute story involved a challenger to Russian President Vladimir Putin. How old is Putin? 70. The Russian Connection continues to be a hot topic of discussion. Gene Hackman starred in The French Connection. What year was that released? 1965. The Rainbow Connection was sung by Kermit the Frog. It was written by Paul Williams. How tall is Paul? Uh... Paul Williams was born in Omaha, Nebraska. How many seasons did Peyton Manning play in the NFL? Hint, it's the same number he wears on his jersey. Uh, Twelve. Nebraska is an album from New Jersey rocker Bruce Springsteen. When was the album released? 1983. Springsteen is known for his cover of Merry Christmas Baby, originally recorded by Johnny Moore's Three Blazers, featuring the singer and pianist Charles Brown. What year was that? 1940. When did a Charlie Brown Christmas make its debut? 1985. And if Jerry Brown was a crow, how many miles would he have to fly from the governor's mansion in Sacramento, California, to Minneapolis, Minnesota, the hometown of Charles Schultz? Uh, twenty, uh, fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. All right, in time. Okay. No, that's fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred. I'm sure that's what he meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Okay. Okay. All right. Was there one of those that if yes, and I'm sorry if you get with within a hundred miles of the last question, you automatically win. So we'll see if that changed. Maybe that'll help you. All right, Nathan, I'm going to tell you 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 came out a little rocky, but you pulled it together. He did. He did. He had his moments there. He's on hold, and now Pinkman is back in the studio. He has a pair of dice in his hand, and he is ready to roll. All right. Are you psyched up, Pinkman, or don't care? That's about as much excitement as you're going to get out of him. Middle name is psyched. I thought your middle name was Fire. A seven. That's what he rolled yesterday, and it was good luck for him. It's yeah. a hard seven. It's an eight-second hand. Hard, yeah, that's what Jack said. It's a uh-huh. hard seven. We're just repeating the same show, Scott. All right. You, do you know Monday. what that means, what a hard eight is? Yes, four he knows four. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. so you know there can't be a hard I seven. taught them That's well. why I said it. All right, all right. <laughs> all right He's being mean sure. to us. Are you ready, Pinkman? Here we go in three, two, oh, okay. one. 60 Minutes featured California Governor Jerry Brown. What is the population of California? 20 million. California wildfires were the lead story. When did 60 Minutes make its debut? Uh, 1952. Another 60 Minutes story involved a challenger to Russian President Vladimir Putin. How old is Putin? Uh, 58. The Russian Connection continues to be a hot topic of discussion. Gene Hackman starred in The French Connection. What year was that released? 73. The Rainbow Connection was sung by Kermit the Frog. It was written by Paul Williams. How tall is Paul? Uh, 5'9". Paul Williams was born in Omaha, Nebraska. How many seasons did Peyton Manning play in the NFL? Hint, the same number he wore on his jersey. Oh, God. Uh, 10. Mm-hmm. Nebraska was an album from New Jersey rocker Bruce Springsteen. When was that album released? Night. 1974. Springsteen is known for his cover, Merry Christmas Baby, originally recorded by Johnny Moore's Three Blazers, featuring the singer and pianist Charles Brown. What year was that? Uh, 1961. When did A Charlie Brown Christmas make its debut? Uh, 59. 
and finally get this within 100 miles and you automatically win. If Jerry Brown was a crow, how many miles would he have to fly from the governor's mansion in Sacramento, California to Minneapolis, Minnesota, the hometown of Charles Schultz? 2,212 miles. And time. Wow. Did Brad write these? Yeah, I got. there were a couple of segues or sequiturs that were interesting. But thank you, Brad. Yeah, Nobody does in, it better. Interesting is what I was thinking. And I got to tell you guys, this is going to be closer than anybody imagined. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, I don't know what that means. Stay glued to your seats. I'm glued. Question one, 60 Minutes featured, and I presume this means recently, Governor Jerry Brown, what's the population of California? Nathan said 500,000. Yeah, that was a little low. And Pinky said 20 million. The answer is 39 million. Goes oh, to Pinky. That's so the close. point. California wildfires were the lead story. When did 60 Minutes make its debut? Nathan said 1960. Pinky said 52. Answer 68. Oh, Dang it. Nathan is on the board. Another 60 Minute story involved Russian v- President Vladimir Putin. How old is Putin? Uh, Nathan said 70. Pinky said 58. The answer, 65. That's still Nathan. Nathan. Two to Uh, one, Nathan. uh, Darn it. The Russian Connection continues to be a hot topic of discussion, but Gene Hackman starred in the French Connection. What year was that released? Nathan said 65. Pinkman said 73. The answer, 71. That's Pinky. Pinky. It's tied up again. It is even, (laughs) Stephen. The Rainbow Connection was sung by Kermit the Frog. It was written by Paul Williams. How tall is Paul? That giggle might have cost you a second there, Pinkman. Uh Uh-huh. Nathan said six feet tall, even. Pinky said 5'9". Five, 5'2". Five, oh, boy. So Pinky's in the lead. He does. 3-2. to two, takes Paul it. Williams. Blah, and that went to Peyton Manning. What's the... What, uh, oh, yeah. How long did Peyton Manning play in the NFL? Uh, Nathan said 12 seasons. Pinky said 10. The answer? 18. Oh, Nathan. Oh, back to 3-3. Three and three. Yep. Nebraska's an album from Jersey rocker Bruce Springsteen. Jack, did you know this one? Yes, I did. What year? 82. That's correct. What's yes. This? Oh, well, uh, Nathan, wait a minute. We don't know who got it. <laughs> Jack got it. You won, Jack. Points. You get the prize. Yay. Nathan said 83. Pinkman said Ooh. 74. Well, Ooh. So Nathan, Nathan was one off. Did that put Nathan in the lead? It's, yeah, four to three. Oh, we back goodness. and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Springsteen is known for his Merry Christmas. Springsteen. Don't say that again. Recorded by Johnny <laughs> Moore's Three Blazers. <laughs> we all heard it. It's okay. I love what he does. What year was that? Yeah, um... Nathan said 40, and Pinkman said 61. Ooh, the answer, 47. Dang it. Nathan, taking it away. When did Charlie Brown Christmas make its debut? Nathan said 85. Pinkman said 59. Answer, 65. There you go. That means 5-4. It's 5-4, and it comes down to this. And it comes down to this, and I'm going to tell you, it doesn't really matter what happened before. Because one of these guys got the answer with 100 miles for the automatic win. Oh, Oh, damn it. The distance between Sacramento, California and Minneapolis, Minnesota. We gave the guy a break and he said 15,000 at first. Way to throw some controversy into the mix there, Mo. Sorry. He said, wait, wait, wait. I think, Mo, I meant 1,500. And he he did say that before anybody corrected him or said anything else. So 1,500. And then Pinkman said 2,212. One of them is off by 13 miles <gasps> for the win. Ladies and gentlemen. 1,513 miles. That's Nathan. Nathan gets Woo! it. Great winner, news. winner. And wins again. What game. you get for letting him change his answer. Con- well, he would have beat you anyway. <laughs> you that, don't know. That Congratulations, Nathan. Are you excited? Yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the help, Moira. Uh, sure. yeah, don't say, don't say that. We're trying to pull one over. Yeah, she's, right. she's driving the bus that's uh, uh-huh. moving over you, sir. All right. 
Thank you for that. Congratulations, Nathan. You get a uh, You Matter business card and Great. lots of good luck coming your way. When we come back, we are very excited about bringing back a Phillips-filed Oldie Goldie with Ask a Jew. If you have a question for our Jewish maven Moira, feel free to call in 407-916-1041. You're listening to The Phillips File. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. Visual aids available at realradio.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Hanukkah. We are counting down. We are now just 25 minutes until the sun sets, and it's Hanukkah. Are you excited, Jack? I am. Um, uh, let's oh. see. I've got my menorah ready. i got the oil. Good, I think good. it's enough to last all eight nights. Uh, but, I hope so. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinkman, I, suppose, I know you have big Hanukkah plans. I have my yarmulke, sir. Oh, oh wow. wow. You do have a yarmulke. You were, wow. I'm prepared for the holiday, and I have my Hanukkah socks on. Oh, he does. He's got dreidel socks. Well, Mm -hmm. in honor of this, and uh, I'm very excited about this, in case I didn't say, Scott Maxwell filling in for Jim Phillips, (laughs) because I forgot to say that coming out of the breaks. Uh, We are going to bring back one of the things that, I don't know, was on the show back when I started less than 20 years ago. I believe that's right. This is a very popular segment. And Moira was uh, at retirement age at that time. Oh, come on. (laughs) Yeah, she had just celebrated her 75th. It was a big year in the file. No, 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 no. Yeah, what's it? On the Jewish New Year, what's the year? 57, 70-something. And you were at year one. No, I wasn't around at year one. Are you ready, Scott? Yes, let's play it up, Jack. (laughs) 
Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Shalom, or Shmooze. If you've got a question about the juice, this is all you have to do. Call the Phillips file in the afternoon. Ask a Jew, we'll answer you. Ask a Jew, just ask a Jew. There you oh, have it. Oh, my favorite. It is time to ask a Jew. This and, is some game show we got here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Mo, I, I have a couple of questions. You and, do. And well, I'm going to start with one that I... I, I you you've know, always I'm, wanted to ask someone, and I'm now a, you have Well, I'm me. a friend of the Jew. I, uh, Jews, I love the Jews. I'm okay. a friend of the is, Jew. Is your lawyer a Jew? Like Roy Moore's wife says, yes. I've, <laughs> oh, I've no. hired many Jews All right. in my life. Uh-huh. But there's one thing I just really don't get and i need you to help me with i'll try what the hell is the deal with the gefilte fish uh, it's what? an acquired taste who's it who acquires it uh, nobody. nobody yeah <laughs> no come on all right so okay wait, start tell listeners what it is gefilte fish is a melange Ugh. it is a combination of carp whitefish and pike usually Ugh. okay all white fishes that they mush up, they ground it up, they form it into patties Why? or logs. All right. <laughs> and when Eastern wow. European Jews were poor, they would actually put in breadcrumbs or something to extend it because they didn't have much. So what they did, they wanted it to last a little longer. And then it is often cut into pieces and served on a little thing of lettuce with uh, horseradish. It is often an appetizer or a... a no, or, appetizing it's not. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's got a weird consistency, so I totally get that. And now it's sold commercially in glass jars. And to prevent these patties or logs or uh, bullets of, of goodness from smashing into each other, they fill up the glass jar with this weird gelatinous stuff that is nasty. And that is was my problem, Mo. Uh, back when I was in high school, uh-huh. dating a nice young Jewish lady, yes. I went over for Passover. I believe gefilte fish is more it's commonly served, served yes. over there. And there was this pack of Glob gray of, yeah. meat uh, of fish. some mashed yes. together surrounded by a brown gelatinous substance. It's nasty. So norm- in my family, you, you if you open the jar and it's filled with that jelly and about eight or so of those bullets or logs of, of gefilte fish, you drain it, you actually wash off that jelly stuff and then, you know, serve everybody, a, you know, some gefilte fish. It's really not horrible if and only if you drown it in horseradish, in my opinion. You know, so I have had it, I, I've had it even homemade and it just is an acquired taste. There's one that's a frozen one that's not bad that you actually have to bake. That's not as horrible, but... For I, the most part, it is it's pretty yash, and unless you grow up Eastern European heritage and somewhere deep, deep, deep in your DNA, you like it. Uh-uh. I think it's, I'd rather have the rat pellets from the reopen no. country club. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, some days I think that's correct. All right, but you know what? There's some other good things, and 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 Mo, I was hoping you could also help our listeners if they want if to they get have in the, a Jewish. If, well, if, well, if they want to get in the Hanukkah spirit, also okay. tonight. What what do you suggest? The sun goes down. We got 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. What 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 should uh, what's a good Hanukkah tradition? Hanukkah traditions, well, of course, including lighting the menorah. You light the center candle. That's the helper candle. And then it's the center candle plus one. Tomorrow night, center candle plus two. And then it goes on all the way through eight nights where you have all nine candles lit, center candle plus all eight. So lighting the menorah, very traditional part of Hanukkah. Exchanging of gifts, fine. Those chocolate coins, otherwise known as Hanukkah gelt, those chocolate, yeah. uh, you know, that's part of it. Playing the dreidel game, also a part of it. It's a gambling game. Oh, I uh, like that. Uh-huh. Oh, now we're talking. Oh, yeah. what, what, give me a symbol so I know uh, what I'm talking. Sound uh, like I know what I'm you talking. You want to spin it and you want to get the gimel sim- symbol. Oh, so you go hard gimel. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks like this. 
If you get the symbol that looks like right. this, that's the gimel, and that means you take the whole pot. Everybody anties up. Then you run like hell out of the room, right? No, well, you know, you play with Cheerios, M&Ms, or, you know, Gefilte pennies. Fish. I mean, it's, yeah, you can play with gefilte fish if you like. But then nobody gefilte wants fish. to win. So if you if you get a gimel, you win the whole pot. If you get a hay, you win half the pot. If you get a nun, you get nothing. Um, and then there's, you know, so it's there's four sides to the dreidel, so there's four. Do you have to put something, if you spin yeah. it, do you have to put something back in? Yeah, well, you ante up at the beginning. Oh, Everybody ante, puts yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, you know, uh, then you, one person spins and then de de decides who gets what. And we were discussing, I saw in tomorrow's Orlando Sentinel, there's going to be a story about uh, a growing number of cities are having uh, Hanukkah and menorah displays. Lighting. I yeah. believe Winter Garden is the latest, latest that's going to. That seems surprising because I think there's probably four Jews in Winter Garden. Well, they... For them to have a Hanukkah display or a lighting or a big menorah celebration is surprising, although often the local Chabad takes care of that. There's one in Lake Mary. They're doing the one at Lake Mary City Hall. There's one, you know, sort of in central, like uh, Maitland. They're doing the one in Winter Park. And I bet the one that's down on Sand Lake is doing the one in Winter Garden. Which of the eight nights do you go out singing carols? No, there's no carols. But the sleigh bells, those are like six or seven? No, no. Mm -mm. We don't do the sleigh bells either. Although I do know every a, a lot of words to a lot of Christmas songs. So, okay, so it's over eight nights. Serious question. Over eight nights, it's usually eight gifts. Eight gifts that from get a kid's, yeah, for your over kids. The, sure. For the kids, maybe. Yeah. Do you, and have you in the past, led up to a bigger gift at the end? Oh, or yeah. How, oh, how do you, first night, first big, night is first the big night. gift? First night, big gift. In and my then, family, first night, big by gift. By eight night, it socks. Uh, there's always socks, a and hair tie and a so brush, socks and underwear always, you know, like the stuff you would put in a stocking. Yeah. That's always in there somewhere. Now in my family, that's it's back to school shopping. That's not Hanukkah. No, it is for my family. It's Hanukkah. It's not a big deal. I mean, it's like, it's a very minor yeah. religious holiday, right. you know, but it is, it's a nice story. It comes at a nice time of year. And so a lot of times clothes are a big part of it. In my family, again, there's always some, you know, so if you open your presents for Mama Moira on the first night and it's not something you really want, that's that's you know it. it's gonna you're, be Hanukkah like, shot. Well, see, this is interesting because I wrap my gifts and number them for my children as I get them in from Amazon or wherever, right? So okay. I ordered something from Old Navy and it happens to come before something I got from Target. <laughs> old Navy for Old Mo. Right. For, oh, you know, hey. So you know, before I get something from the Amazon people, you know, or whatever. So if I get a gift and I wrap it and I put my daughter's initial and I put a one. And so I have a, I have a list of, of the one through eight and I don't wrap them in order. Now, one of my children will only open it in order. The other one opens it willy nilly. That's the OCD one that's doing it. Yeah, right she must, order. like she read every Nancy Drew book in order from one through a million. So now your girls are away. Have you got them gifts? Are they opening them tonight? Given, yeah. Yeah, we're going to FaceTime, it, and one of them will open gift one, and the other one said, I'll open whatever I want. And she's always been like that. I'd she opens that the gift. I'd want to save the big one for last. She doesn't know what the big one is now, because now I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Now I just wrap it as they come in, and you are always going to be surprised. Like, screw you. You might get gift four <laughs> is the big one. You might get gift eight is the big one. One might be the... It screw depends. you. It's the happy holiday. Happy, happy. All right. Well, that thank, thank that's, you that's so my, much. That's how Hanukkah Mo works in my house. For the Hanukkah and Ask no, a Jew. certainly. Is there? Yeah, there oh, is a close. Oh, yeah. too. There's Thank a close. Yeah. You used to know how to do this. No, there's a close. Yeah. You've got your answer. Yes, you do. We don't know if it is true. So slap and schlub and schmendrick too. And thanks for playing Ask a Jew.
All right. Thank Lovely. you, Mo, for humoring oh, us. And ha- a... Happy Hanukkah. We got thank 16 you, minutes until the sun's down. It's going to be exciting. So we'll be right back with your chance to beat me and close this to the pen. You're listening to The Phillips File on 104.1 FM. Now, a check of the news with Big Daddy. Or not. Or not. Want to play <laughs> too early? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. He was doing so well up until that point. But you know what? Scott is a guy. He's a, uh, he's a guy who could appreciate a good shave. So maybe for him. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's Scott Maxwell. That is right. I am Scott Maxwell sitting in for Jim Phillips for just one last day today. And uh, I'm excited to play closest to the pin. Oh, we're excited to have you. Yesterday, you kicked butt and you are now one and zero. Oh, that's spectacular. I you think we undefeated. should just quit playing and move on to the next segment. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> and right. uh, Miss, as Mr. Maxwell makes his way to the soundproof yes. booth, we'll take the opportunity to let you know Amy Sweezy uh, from Wesh. Two will be our very special guest host tomorrow Yay! on the Phillips File. Whoa. And right now, Mr. Pinkman will tell our two contestants what's up for grabs. A pair of tickets to see Uriah Heap at the House of Blues on Wednesday, February 14th. Wow. Tickets are on sale now. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. There you go. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Mm. Let's welcome yep. our player. <laughs> and it looks yep, like yep. it's going to be Rusty. Rusty. Hello, Rusty. Hello, hello. You ready to play? I am ready to play, but I got a quick question for Mortimer first. Yes. Can I, can I, can I put my arm down? Because it's been hanging out the window ever <laughs> since the last Oive survey. Yeah, well, that must that's, be it for about 15 years, that's sir. That's hysterical. Yes, of course. <laughs> put your arm down. All right, Rusty, listen up. We have a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Get in the spirit. Facts and figures about bourbon and other Christmas spirits oh. in reference to Mr. Maxwell's affinity for Maker's Mark. Mm. So Mr. Brad knows what Mr. Maxwell likes to drink and wrote a category about spirits. Are you ready to go, Rusty? Let's go. And let's reset the clock for you in three, two, one. The District Square bottle. Uh, let's start over right, in three, two, one. <laughs> The distinct square bottle and red wax seal was designed by Margie Samuels, the wife of Bill Samuels Sr., the creator of Maker's Mark Bourbon. In what year was the first bottle sold? 1929. Beam Suntory is the parent company of Maker's Mark and several brand name spirits. What was Beam Suntory's revenue for fiscal year 2012? That would be $1.2 billion. Jim Beam is the number one selling premium bourbon in the world. Where does it rank in terms of sales volume among all premium spirit brands worldwide? Fourth. The Chicago Cubs and Beam Suntory announced a long-term sponsorship deal in January, making Beam the official spirit partner of the Cubs. When was Wrigley Field built? That would be 
1919. Distillers say we are in the golden age of Kentucky bourbon. As of 2014, what approximate percentage of all bourbon was produced in Kentucky? Uh, let's go with 85%. Time. Time. All right. Really good job. Time. Put you on hold, Rusty. What? Gonna, what? 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 What are you saying, Rusty? What? Why did you say what? Here he comes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, Quiet. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Now, Mr. Maxwell doesn't yep. play with a handicap. No. It's mano well, and just my brain. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Category uh, submitted by Brad, and I, he may be your boyfriend, because he seems to know a lot about you. Yeah. What's your, what's your spirit of choice? <laughs> oh, bourbon, definitely. Any oh. particular brand? Maker's Mark is the one I've mentioned on the air, I think. Get in the spirit. Facts and figures about bourbon and other Christmas oh, spirits. Oh, I love you, Brad. In reference to Scott's affinity for Maker's Mark. <laughs> See, he knew all of it. I actually like Old Forester better now. But yeah, 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 Maker's Mark. That's my go-to. That'll work? Yep. Okay, let's uh, reset the clock for you. It's good to put stuff out there. As you know, the, millions, the Christmas season. millions of people listening, what am I going to get Maxwell? You know, huh? now they know. And and remember, I've been a big fan of Hanukkah. So if you want to give me eight, eight. bottles. There <laughs> you go. Starting with Old Forester. That's funny. Here we go in three, two, one. The distinct square bottle and red wax seal was designed by Margie Samuels, the wife of Bill Samuels Sr., the creator of Maker's Mark Bourbon. And what year was the first bottle sold? 1898. Beam Centauri is the parent company of Maker's Mark and several brand name spirits. What was Beam Centauri's revenue for fiscal year 2012? Oh, good Lord. Uh... $250 250 million. Jim Beam is the number one selling premium bourbon in the world. Where does it rank in terms of sales volume among all premium spirit brands worldwide? First of all, Patui, seventh. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs and Beam Centauri announced a long term sponsorship deal in January, making Beam the official spirits partner of the Cubs. When was Wrigley Field built? Oh, uh, eight. 1875, I got no idea. Distillers say we are in the golden age of Kentucky bourbon. Uh-huh. As of 2014, what approximate percentage of all bourbon was produced in Kentucky? 61. I'm... Oh, you don't sound very confident. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but, I, nobody I, I, knows. But I, I got to tell you, I'm thirsty now, and I, what I'm, what I, uh-huh. I like it just on the rocks. But if I'm not going to have Ooh, it just on yeah. the rocks, as an old fashioned, with a nice big ice cube, one of those oversized ice cubes. Oh, you I, know it, like the big clear one. That's now. the one. That picky. is the one. You come over, picky. I'll fix you up a good one. Oh, uh, we're we're. I yeah. mark that. <laughs> All right, uh, yes, you're I you're will. playing against Rusty. Here we go. Let's see. Good this, luck, Rusty. The square bottle was uh, designed by the creator's wife of Maker's Mark Bourbon. When was the first bottle sold? Every bottle, by the way, is dipped in wax. Hand-dipped. No two oh. bottles are alike. Yes. It is hand-dipped. So you know a lot about it. No, you should know I don't. It, no, I you don't. should know what it first I just drink it. That's all I know. Rusty said. 1929. Oh, my. And Wasn't that prohibition? Scott McCary. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, good, that's that's a great that's point, Mo. As that's soon true. as he said it, I thought, wait, there's, they're not putting out new, new liquor. It's like no liquor. Scott said. Uh, 1898. 
The only thing funnier about uh, Rusty's answer being a prohibition Uh-oh. is the fact that he is closer. Uh-oh. It is 1958 for Maker's oh, Mark. Wow, he's a lot closer. It's a baby bourbon, it's and a, Rusty a gets the point. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. A nice. little baby bourbon. So Bean Centauri is the company. Oh, they own, they actually own Canadian Club Whiskey, uh, Calico Jack Rum Brands. So uh, a lot Jim more than $250 million. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. What's their... Uh, Total revenue for the fiscal year of 2012. Actually, I'll tell you, it was third in the industry behind uh, Diageo and Pernod Ricard. So, Rusty Pernod. said. <laughs> Rusty said $1.2 billion. Oh, billion. That's probably cool. Yeah. And Scott said $250 million. Well, $2.5 billion. Nice. Wow. Rusty, Rusty now leads to nothing. Go, Come Rusty. On. This is your Go, area Rusty. of expertise. I know. Well, let's see what he knows about Jim Beam. Not much. Okay. Uh, Jacob Beam sold his first barrel of bourbon in 1795. Jim Beam is the number one selling premium bourbon in the world. But yeah. where does it rank in terms of sales volume of all premium spirit brands worldwide? So the ranking for Jim Beam worldwide. Right. Rusty said. Fourth. Scott Maxwell. Seventh. I got this one. On the money. Seventh. Yay! Double points for Scott. It's tied a tie up. game. Oh, Thank you. Rusty. Two to two. What do you know about the Cubs? Apparently oh, not, not much. much. Well, they got to deal with Jim Beam, but when was Wrigley Field? Well, the second oldest ballpark in the majors behind Boston's Fenway Park. When was Wrigley Field built? Rusty said? 1919. And Scott? 1875. Way back. 1914. Nice, Rusty, Rusty gets the point. It's 3-2. to two. Two. Correct. It was 1912 for Fenway, by the way. So it comes down to this. Maxwell needs it to, to stay in the game. Let's see what happens. <laughs> the golden age of Kentucky bourbon. Now, as of 2014, what approximate percentage of all bourbon was produced in Kentucky? Uh-huh. Rusty said. I want to be lower than him. 85%. Oh, Scott Maxwell. Now, if he gets, Scott gets it, it goes to time. And Scott wins on time. Oops. What? <laughs> anyway. Wow. Uh-oh, what Scott, what Scott said. Oh, uh, Scott said 61% is from Kentucky. 61% from Kentucky, Rusty said? 85. The answer? Yeah. 95% oh, Rusty, Rusty wins! Oh, uh, yeah. Congratulations to Rusty and to the state of Kentucky, apparently. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. All right, congratulations. Scott, your record drops to one and one for the week. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm going to oh, go out on that note. I'm sorry. Oh, Boy, I'm thirsty. Aren't you, Pinky, now? Oh, yeah. I'm kind of thirsty, too. Yeah, uh, let's get uh, let's get booze. I know what Jack's drink of choice is. Captain, still, right? Captain Morgan. I haven't had, well, uh, not true. Um, <laughs> he was going to tell you how long it's yeah. been since he had I know. I was about to say, I was about to say, I haven't year? had it in a year, uh-huh. uh, a full year. Although I was on, I had one on that cruise ship. I bought one drink on that cruise ship. You should when you're on a. You need to yeah. drink on a cruise. Just I had one. one. Yeah. Lame. This guy does not know how to. But party. he does. But, but somebody else bought him all the others. He bought that, one drink, oh. and somebody else bought him all the rest. Of them. Oh, oh, other, is that what it is? No, I didn't oh, drink. Oh, okay. Why? There's always a way of because you know, you're, you're too good for captain anymore. I, no, I just stopped drinking. He's trying not to drink. Uh-huh. All right. Well, good for you, Jack. I did it to lose weight. Has it worked? No, I gained weight. <laughs> oh. well, 
So go back to Captain well, Coke. But I got it. Kind of pisses me off. And in, in, uh, in Jack's defense, uh, you were you were hitting the captain pretty hard on a regular basis. For oh, a while. No, 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 easy, well, fella. That's nice. Throw him under the bus. Oh, yeah. Let me just say, no, <laughs> on a nightly basis. On a night, well, it would be eh. it would come in that I would you know have uh, dinner and then I'd have a uh, you know a cocktail. A, a cocktail. Now I've got a, you in a sleeveless undershirt in my mind. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no! Like a white beater. A white beater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna call it. That. I don't oh, know if we can no. do that anymore. But yeah. it's better than the name I yeah. used to call and, it. And yeah, the cup's I know what plastic, by the way, in my mind. A it big is stadium size. It is. Plastic. <laughs> it yeah. used to be the. Uh, I used to work at Calico Jack, so it was one of those CJ cups. So those, <laughs> that's those what it is. Twenty-two ounce plastic. I only have one drink there, Only one. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, but I'd have that. And it would taste good, and I'd watch TV. But then I'd go to bed, and I'd get up four times to pee in the night. I'm like, maybe I should reduce. And I, when I was or get your prostate, well, I, I did. <laughs> Thank as, you. Fact, That's not Captain's ah. fault. As opposed to uh, when the choice was to quit drinking, I decided, yep. well, let me just get my prostate checked. Maybe I can continue <laughs> to drink. And the doctor, I went to my next appointment. He checked. He's like, well, feels okay to me. Oh I said, God. Well. I- Sir, no, he said. Oh, so you no. went there first. Yeah, you, he said you he would did. rather have somebody yes. go do that yes. than give up captain. Was your first. yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. He said feels normal. I said not to me. And by the way, where's the rim shot? And yeah. then boom, he said, the, oh, really? That, that's a true story. And then he said, well, maybe you should reduce what you're drinking before bed. But he didn't say yeah. alcohol necessarily, just but not just the any quantity. Fluids. I kind of yeah, like that, that, you need to, that you need a doctor's appointment to tell you if you if you <laughs> drink three gallons of liquid, you're going to have to pee it out at some point in time. <laughs> it was just a recommendation. When I said, oh, he goes, you know, you know, urination. I go, yeah, frequently. But see, yeah. you, uh, he, well, uh, of course, I'd never encourage anyone to drink because it's better not to drink. But yeah. Jack, yes, as Pinkman and I can tell you, one, you're 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 drinking it with mixers when you're having your captain and. Oh, Oh, yeah, you? that's your problem. See, you just have no, a bourbon on the rocks. Diet. You're not going to have to pee off after that. Yeah, the soda's a diuretic. Yeah. You, go. you yeah. can drink more rum. Yep. yep. <laughs> don't listen to them. I don't think this is good advice. <laughs> I don't know. I, did, no, I, I had a beer. Yo, and I'll tell you why, because this really underscores who I am. I had a beer at the company holiday party. Oh, oh getting lit. <laughs> uh, I had a free drink ticket oh, for a beer. Jack. Right. And the free drink ticket did not work for soda. So I had a beer. Oh, interesting. You would be the world's worst recovering alcoholic. <laughs> like, if, if, if that was the case, you would still get that beer, I think, as long as yeah, it was free over the yeah, soda. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was like, can I get a soda? Yeah. It's, it's nope. like, what do you mean you're going to charge me? I go, here's a drink ticket, and that's only for drinks. I'm like, what? I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't try to barter it with somebody. You buy a Coke for $2, I'll get you a Yingling. That's a good deal. Oh yeah, damn. Right, I mean, that's he's a writing smart that down deal. For next yeah, year. next year, uh-huh. make sure I trade. trade drink tickets. All right, so uh, what, and what, I came home three drink tickets in my pocket. Oh, Jack. forgot. You couldn't give them to anybody. Yeah, I forgot. Him, what about Pinkman over there? He wasn't he's there. Broke. No, give him the he wasn't party. Oh, he wasn't invited this year. Yeah. No, he was invited. I'm sorry. Pinkman. He's super busy. All right, Jack. One of these nights, Pinkman and I are going to take you out. Are mm-hmm. you come over to my place? I will make you spectacular in fashion. You've been saying that for years. Come come tonight. You're yeah. you're welcome to come tonight. <laughs> please don't and say yes. Over. Please don't say yes. No, seriously, anytime. <laughs> Paper, let, let's go tonight. Okay, let's go. You're, you're you are driving. welcome. I will I, <laughs> This this will be great. I'm very excited about this. Now you have a party going <laughs> on. We're gonna be talking back to talk more rap. about food and drink. Uh-huh. Uh, in just a minute, you're listening to the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. First check of the news with Big Daddy. Thank you, Scooter.
A woman in New Jersey stole $1,400 worth of nail polish. At least she's a practical thief. Here nails will look great for years. Next, a 16-year-old babysitter used a 10-year-old he was watching to help him burglarize a house. Sure. But is it possible the 10-year-old could have been the brains behind the operation? Kids these days with the internets and the hormones in chicken you just never know. Finally, police in Kansas pulled a car over for a regular traffic stop, then upon searching it, discovered $400,000 worth of meth. That's though methed up. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. That's right. You need to finance a home. You go to a direct lender because they're better than the banks. And the one I use is We Are Not The Banks. They're not the banks. They. I, I did a refi with Brad Siebert and his team at WeAreNotTheBanks.com. They are mortgages made easy. You want to buy a new home? The way to get your funding, wearenotthebanks.com. Regardless of your credit history, they can work with you. They can also get you a loan with great rates. If you are self-employed, you know sometimes you might have trouble getting a loan secured. Well, they have a special loan program for people who are self-employed. They also handle VA loans for the military. Heck, if you have a mobile home and you'd like to get financing for it, WeAreNotTheBanks.com can do that, too. For all your mortgage needs, log on to WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the... You are listening to The Phillips File. Have a little dreidel, I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, with dreidel I shall play. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made you out of clay. Dreidel, 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 with dreidel I shall play. Hey, what the hell are you doing? Oh, hey, Cartman, we're playing dreidel. You want to try? special happy hanukkah <laughs> edition oh my god of the phillips file <laughs> happy hanukkah mo thank we're, you so much I, I believe we're now 27 minutes we into are, the yeah. first day have a happy 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 i'm out of oil all right <laughs> see that's not that's, the whole hanukkah that story probably speaks uh, to your faith the yeah. hanukkah okay. story is simply that they went into the temple they found enough oil they thought it would last for one night it lasted eight nights there's the miracle of the lights festival or of lights they were just called. confused no they were they bad at judging the oil they found a teeny tiny little container. And then somehow, you know, thanks to the... You Probably know, somebody else brought a little in. No, the guy upstairs, boom, eight nights. Just saying. Maybe they watered it down. No, uh-uh. Have-sied it. You can't have it. No. Lasted eight nights. All right. Well, happy Hanukkah. Thank this you is very, very much. This is very exciting. Thank I you am so Scott much. Maxwell filling in for Jim Phillips today. And one of the things I wanted to ask you guys about is have you heard, uh, the Sentinel had this last week, that Orlando has a new signature dish? Yes. I'm sorry, what? A signature All right, dish. well then, Pigman, you can't answer Wait, this. Wait, so okay. like in Buffalo, it would be chicken wings or That's something, exactly right? That's exactly what I mean. Philly okay. has cheese In steaks. Philadelphia, it would be cheesesteak. Oh, so... Boston has so, chowder. Chowder. Uh, Chicago has... Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Or Maybe a deep, deep dish. dish. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, so yeah. what is Orlando... So now... Is New York cheesecake or pizza? Yes. Cheesecake sounds pizza. like... New York cheesecake. Or pie. It'd be Only pie because it's there. part pizza of pie. the name? I don't know. I'd go pizza. New York. Pizza pie. Hey, mm-hmm. bobbity boom. 
So all that good stuff, and plant. apparently uh, no, Orange County <laughs> Orange <laughs> County Mayor Teresa Jacobs, in fact, uh, Pinkman, you mentioned Philly, went up to Philly and thought about the cheesesteak and said, we need something. So I ask you, oh, if you thought, yeah, exactly. Well, she's not an arbiter of food around here. Well, she, she opened picked? it up to a contest. And oh, got, she had a contest. Oh, oh but got, oh. A, got uh, one of the... Some stupid answers, the I The Convention Visitors Bureau involved. Uh-huh. What do you think? If you had to... You know, Jack, call your family out of town and say, oh, you know what we got down here? We have our famous Orlando blank. Oh, what would you say? Uh, it's not. No. It's what you, when you, you know, when you I go, just, oh, I know. I just think it, Sloppy Joe's. Ooh. Orlando, <laughs> Orlando no. Sloppy Joe's. That's not it. Goop, I, I, say, I just, goop dogs. I, I just goop. started imagining what I would like. Okay. <laughs> no. How about that Mickey Mouse ice cream bar? Oh, that's the, and, oh, that's and in, a good one. That's not a bad one. And in fact, I, uh, some people have suggested a turkey leg is sort of synonymous Disney, with yes. the theme park. Oh, but no, yeah. I think it's Pigman, you know guys, the answer, but what do you think? Elephant what, 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 Orlando. I'd what? be willing to go with churros, perhaps. Also Keeping churros. with the theme park theme. Okay. Yes. You know, the long cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're delicious. Oh, yeah, they're delicious. That or, or beefy. And it king. talks about our. Do you know the best culture? thing? If you get into the uh, little uh, skybox up in the. Uh, Orlando City games, they yeah. usually have uh, churros. Oh, well, we're not, oh, we're not that so fancy. fancy. Uh, we don't get up into the sky bar. Free churros. Wow. Oh, no, I paid. Fall, believe fall, me. Fall, fall. <laughs> yes. Okay. No. I, I had to write I, a lot of nice things about that lobby. So wait, no, I'm... it's not about, it's not like, is it something ethnic? Ooh, like it would it be, be spaghetti and meatballs it, or something? It is goulash. No, would you say Orlando goulash. When you say, I can't wait to get back to Orlando and have a big bowl of Goulash. Oh, how about like I'm thinking? Pho. How about jer- foe? Well, oh, it's pronounced pho, but pho. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. looks at that thing. It says, "Want to have some pho?" No, I'm just going off the traditional Vietnamese pronunciation. Okay, well, what is it? Because I have a new place by me, and, and it's P H O noodles. Right? Pho. But it, it's pronounced pho. No, so if you say yes. that, people will say what. What You'll say pho. <laughs> what the pho? The pho? No, it's pho. <laughs> Well, it's, it's a noodle place. Uh, yeah, I'm a, afraid to go in. I'm afraid no, they're not going to speak English. No, there are good. a lot of good noodle places around here. Yeah. Oh, but okay. It's the okay. Orlando noodle. No, is it okay? Wait. If you were to just see it, uh huh, it on a menu, would you? Right. It, it would fall under a, an ethnicity kind of food. In other words, it definitely would tacos fall under an ethnicity. Or okay, is it food trucks or is the Orlando you, food truck? Oh, what <laughs> about? Pubs no, would it be found? Sounds like we're naming tr- a sports team. Would it be Orlando food trucks? Orlando food truck. Would it be found sold in a food truck? Uh, I do not think so. So there goes the top. Pizza in a cone. Where pizza? Where have you gotten a pizza? That's weird. That was at. It was at a food truck that I saw Saturday night in the land. They have it at the Florida Mall too. Pizza cones. Pizza cones. Doesn't sound good. All right. No, it's actually not the pizza code. I'll give you one other hint. Was it if I told you what it was, spicy? None of you would have ever heard of it before. Pulled pork. Oh, damn it. Oh, no, it's not right. pulled pork. He's right. It's not yeah. barbecue. Okay, what is it? Can you remember it, Pinkman? Since you've heard it before. Yes, it's. You, you want me to do the honors? Sure. Go, go ahead. It's Tell honey- this, ladies and gentlemen. This is your Orlando dish, as decided by all sorts of muckety mucks in town. Honey nougat glace. Stop it. What? Swear is that a God. candy bar? What? No. Is it an ice cream? Nougat is something inside of Snickers, right? Yes. No, or a uh, uh, Three Musketeers bar. Honey I find it, nougat. Honey nougat. It's glace. a pretentious dish. I, I find it strange is. that you it's all don't know what it is since it was obviously Orlando's dish. 
who came up with this stupid ass idea? <laughs> <laughs> well, the idea would have been Teresa Jacobs. The idea well, of the, idea of the, the contest proposal- is fine. So oh, okay. once, if that was the high vote getter, she should have said, "That's a stupid ass choice. Let's go to something else." I think I'll tell you what I'm going to tell you what happened here. What, what what was the problem? There were some decent intentions, and even a this was visit Orlando. They they paired oh, well, up you don't have with Teresa Jacobs no and, wonder the, and the stupid. contest had to have a key ingredient. And if you were claiming the key ingredient for Orlando, Orange County, what might you have chosen? As orange your blossoms. Orange <laughs> nougat. Orange blossoms, orange something, orange cake. Citrus. Orange, yeah. Something. Citrus. Uh, something. They chose honey. Yeah. And then they oh, went out no. to all the fancy restaurants in town and said, who can do the best dish involving honey? Which might have been a spectacular way to have a dessert cook-off for the food channel, but a lousy-ass way right. to pick the town's local that dish is du jour. It has to have widespread... Okay, for a city to have a signature dish, it has to do at least check off several boxes. One, it has to be something that everybody can has had. You know, it has to be something that you can get uh, for, like, under 10 bucks, maybe. You know, a sandwich... Or a, a a bowl of soup, or a it should be ubiquitous. It should be something that, that you, you can find everywhere. Everywhere that you not, go to, not is, only now what one restaurant has the market cornered on this honey nougat bar. Mon, mon it sounds like honey nut Cheerios. When you first said it, yeah. I thought honey nut Cheerios has already been taken. I'll and, pass. And it, it me strikes too. me that I bet you it's what a delicious it like? dish, and what that it, it would is it, it a was, cake. It's I think it's like a. Uh, are you looking at the picture, Pinkman? A pudding. I think it's like a cheesecake it's, kind of looking thing. It looks like a weird kind of half sphere. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, you're Teresa just have to Jacobs, look it up. you're responsible for this, and Stop I predict it. you will not be reelected mayor <laughs> because of this. <laughs> that right. is a bold prediction. She's term limited out, but I think uh, whatever. You, I honey, think you are probably what is it? Honey nougat glace, oh, nougat. and it's spelled G L A C E, but, but, but you have thing. to say glace, glace. Yeah. Well, so, that is ridiculous. The, pro- the problem is that we tried. You know what we tried to do, and this this is what Orlando has gotten away from. You can't fake authenticity, and and that's what they were trying to do here, and that's what that's what Orlando used to be known, sort of the fake town. Uh, yeah. But but in the past 10, 15 years, we've really got we've grown our own culture. We've got our own little Vietnamese. We've we've got our our Mill Fifty District. We've, we've got, got our things. pho restaurants. We've got our pho. Oh. But pho. no, everyone texting they said Mo is wrong. No, but it looks it's like pronounced pho. pho. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah. It matters how it's pronounced. Yeah, me aura. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mo Ira to you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't so... know. I just am really shocked. I'm now looking at this picture. Look at this thing. It looks like a half of a globe of weirdness. It's it's it could be delicious. Matter of fact, the only thing Moira got right in this segment is saying it was a stupid ass selection. <laughs> it is dumb. I mean, it really is dumb. It's way too hard to make. You can't find it anywhere, and it doesn't have any real connection to Central Florida, well, to tourism, to citrus, to what we were formed from. It's like. It, there's no connection. Well, just remember, it's almost oh, holiday dopey. time yeah. for yes. Christmas. So if you're looking for that special gift for that special someone, yeah. how about a big box of honey nougat glace? Where do you even get that? I'd rather the turkey leg. Yeah, All right, we'll talk turkey legs. And we're going to bring Fritz in here in just a few minutes. What? He's here. Yes, I'm very excited. He's, He's fist pumping. Everybody else is. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Whoever it is, 134 in the middle lane, 54. You, you. Whoa, Real Radio 104.1.
In a world of journalistic excellence, can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I like to think that I work for a top-notch news organization at the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah, but I don't think the journalists. Think that's right. Yeah, no, I, I we we got a lot of great people doing good work, but I'm not sure the journalists we have have anything on Fritz because <laughs> he asks people questions at a because bar. Because he's well, not only at a bar. Sometimes when he's feeling tired or busy, just yeah. around the hallways he here before sick. he walks into the studio. A couple mm-hmm. times he was sick and he, you know, just oh, tell me, the reporters at the Orlando Sentinel don't go down the hall and ask fellow employers to be a source on a story. Nobody does that. Now you might oh, see a quote from. Joe, who can't be reached out in East Orange County, but uh-huh. no, no, no. Yeah, and that's really Mark Schlub. No, what? no, there is oh. no inter-office interviewing at the Sentinel. These are professional journalists. Well, that's a bummer. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> I am very excited, uh, Fritz. You know uh, how excited I, I get so excited I can't say my own name. Uh, this he doesn't game. remember his own name. So Yeah, can we go ahead and just practice that? Scott. Hey. There you go. All right, because that's how you chime in when we play the game. Now, Fritz, can you update us on the current standings? Oh, this is big. You know I can, my man. Let's see. In first place, we have Pink Man with 479 points. Wow. We've got Jim in second place, who is not here. In absentia. 467. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Jack and Moe tied for third place, 428 apiece. Wow. And also, Scott, I think last time you had 12 points. So you're starting the game with 12 points. So I could still maybe catch Moe. Moira, the (laughs) good news is it looks like you and I are now guaranteed not to be last place. That's right. Oh, Let's no, no, stop no, no, that. no, no. You don't count me. You don't count me. That's Scott a- has 12 points. So, Fritz, if, if I understand the math, mm-hmm. and I like to think I do, uh, there's not really a way for Mo or Jack to pass Jim in uh, the last two editions of this. Well, no, he doesn't get... They would, many, they would have to get like uh, 40, 40 points. points. And that'd so be hard. Right? That'd yeah. be really, really So hard. really, in the next is, two weeks, the, it could be done. The point I'm making here is this just just a battle between those two not to be last place. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. And Pinkman, it looks like Pinkman's going to do it uh, because he's got a sizable lead over both of them. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Pinky. Thank you. Uh, I have 10 questions, five current event questions, five general knowledge trivia questions. Without <laughs> further ado... If you think you know the answer, chime in with your name. So, Scott, you would say? Snot. That's what I said last yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. Or and spot. also, Jim. I think you said Jim one time. <laughs> you did say Jim. <laughs> Jim! You yelled out someone else's Jim. name. I got, I got really flustered. I, I, I admit that. Oh, and where were you, Fritz, so we know where you're... Uh, I was at the local bar. The local so, bar. So, yeah, okay. I was, uh, you know, it was oh, dark night. Dark <laughs> night. So. The one oh. that, with the stuff. They yep. had darts there. Yep, darts. All right. Okay, so question one. On Monday, an explosion in the subway... Jack! Jack? New York City. New York City is correct. <sighs> yeah. oh, was, less. It was too obvious. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? I, I was so nervous. It. I'm like, oh, this is a trap. The full question. <laughs> on Monday, an explosion in the subway stoked terrorism fears in which U.S. city, Jack, you are correct, New York City, out of eight answers, how many do you think said New York City? First one's always tough. It's a softball. You think they should all know it. We'll find out what kind of group we're dealing with. I'm going to go eight out of eight. Eight, eight for Jack. Eight for Pinkman. Seven. There's Seven an outlier. Eight. Yeah. Eight for Scott. Okie dokie. With on. answers of seven and eight from the file, on, we President. begin. Bing, bing, bing. <gasps> with someone picking up two points. <gasps> on Monday, an explosion in the subway stoked terrorism fears in which U.S. city? New York. New York. New York? Uh, New York. New York City. New York. I know I saw it, but I, I think it was New York, but I'm not sure. 
New York. Eight out of it. Okay. Everyone's nice. picking up two oh. points. Mo, you are picking up one That's point. That's okay. I'll take one. That the, one I, was stressful. I know yeah. I yeah, saw it. Like, and we're I all know, hanging on. Question number two. World War One flying ace Manfred von Jack. Rick... Jack? The Red Baron. Red Baron is correct. Oh, uh, Jack's trying to pass Jim. Jack only, <laughs> he only knows that from the frozen pizza. Yes, yeah, so this is true. Full, full question. And Snoopy. Yeah, exactly. Full question. They've got his bio, his like Wikipedia page on the back of every pizza. Uh, World War One flying ace Manfred von Richthofen, Richthofen, I don't know how you pronounce it, was better known as what? Jack, you are correct. It is the Red Baron out of eight people. How many do you think said the Red Baron? Six. Six for Jack. Can you tell me what the first word of the sentence of your question was? World World War One. Okay. World War One. World War War War. World War One. I think that was probably four. Five. Four for Mo. Five. Three. For and then three for Scott Whoa. Maxwell. Question number two, with answers from the file of three, four, five, and six. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. <laughs> World War One flying ace Manfred von Richthofen was better known as what? Pass. I just went Snoopy on there. The Red Baron? The Red Baron. The Red Baron. Oh. Red Baron. The Red Baron. <laughs> I don't know. Carl. You dick. <laughs> yes. Five. Yes. Pink no. is picking up no, no. two points. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> Mo and Jack are each picking up one. Oh. Stupid question. Okay. <laughs> and how did the guy get Snoopy but not get the answer? <laughs> Carl. Yeah, because he was like, oh, God, yeah, yeah pass on that one. He's right. like, you know, Snoopy. Oh, but, yeah. frozen pizza? Uh, <laughs> question, question number three. Last week, which Minnesota senator? Mo. Al Franken. Al Franken's correct. Scott. Oh. <laughs> now, see, there's a Gotta be a little quicker there, Scott. All right. Last week, which Minnesota senator resigned amid sexual abuse allegations? Mo, you are correct, Al Franken. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Al Franken or Seven. Franken? Seven. Seven for Mo. Ooh, Minnesota six. senator. This, six this group Franken. concerns me. <laughs> I want to say eight. I do, but I don't trust them. Carl. Seven. <laughs> Seven for Scott? I like that answer. Six. Six for Jack. Oh, with answers oh. from the file. Of six oh, and seven. Here is question number three. Last oh, week, which Minnesota senator resigned amid sexual abuse allegations? Al Franken. Don't know. Pass. Pass. Al Franken. Um, Al Franken. Al Franken. Well, I'm good enough. So I'm Al Franken. That's yes! five. Yes, we get a point. Jack Stupid and question. Pinkman each pick it up one point. Stupid when I didn't question. hear the bing, 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 I thought uh, Pinkman and I were screwed. I thought it was going to be eight out of eight. Oh, man. Yeah. I love these people. You're people rehashing the story of how you beat us. That's, oh, no. That's people don't story. really know politics too much. I like, know. Ooh, that's great news if you're a political columnist. There you go. <laughs> there you tell go. you that. Bodes well. <laughs> question number four. <laughs> a newspaper. What digital currency is... Yeah, 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 yeah. I had no, that. that <laughs> no, 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 that was totally me. That was totally me. And I this one no is vomiting oh, <laughs> Scott screamed gibberish. Yeah, yeah, I don't okay. know what the hell that I don't was. know what Scott was doing. <laughs> I think he's going to wet his pants. But, Hold on just a moment. But Fritz, know this. <laughs> it was a tomorrow, tomorrow, we will be breaking no. down the tape. And if I beat her and you give her the point, 
there will be a price to pay. All right, so Mo, what is your answer? Bitcoin. Bitcoin is correct. Oh my! <laughs> Look, um, Scott. What did you do? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he barked. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like <laughs> an animal from the Muppets, like rah 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 rah. I don't know <laughs> what happened why to you. I have such a tough time. <laughs> he blacked out. Is what happened because his eyes got. Really big, like big. dinner plates. Blah, 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 blah. You gave me a bell or a buzzer. I think, but no. something about saying the one because I want to yell an answer. The is what answer. I yell. So you started oh, saying B, big, and big you big tried big. to pull it back. <laughs> so blah, 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 blah. the full question. I got. What's the question? I don't. Full know. question is: What digital currency is Satoshi Nakamoto credited with inventing? Mo, you got that one right out of eight. How many? Oh, you, you got it right after I answered. I, no. I think I was out there. Uh, <laughs> oh my! It was very distracting. I have to give you that. You're definitely loud as hell. Oh my! I'll say eight out of eight. Eight for Mo. Uh, seven. Seven for Scott. I'll go seven. Seven for Jack. Pinkman. Yoo-hoo. Wake up, bud. I'm awake. Put your phone down. Eight. Eight for Pinkman. Okay. From the file, we have answers of seven and eight, which are all really great. (laughs) Stalling for me. Yeah. 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 Oh, come on. Bing, bing. No bing. Okay. I guess I'm stuck on one computer monitor. Hold on. I got to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's working. Oh, oh no. no! I don't. Nah, like no. no. Do we oh, need no, a break? That can't computer. Okay, yeah, we, we got a break. We, we, we locked in our answers, right? Yep. Right. And we can recap when we come back, right? That is absolutely. Correct. And you can get that computer operational by then. I hope. Let's do it. That's All right. It. We'll be right back. I'm blah, 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 for the Phillips file <laughs> on Real Radio 104.1. What digital currency is... I had no, that. that. Totally no, me. No, 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 that was totally me. That was me. totally me. Totally me. You think it, Scott. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, right before uh, uh, Let's hear it again. Go ahead. We had some technical difficulties, which obviously prohibited me from being able to say my name right. What digital currency is... <laughs> Yeah, so that question, what digital currency is Satoshi Nakamoto credited with inventing? So answers from the file of seven and eight. Let's get to it. Uh, what are we getting oh, to? Oh, no. Here it comes. Key. Nope, not that one. There we go. <laughs> Don't make me fill time. We've proven I can't speak. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. There I hope that's seven. we go. What digital currency is yes. Satoshi Nakamoto credited with inventing? The Bitcoin. 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 The black market one, right? Uh, yeah. The co- Bitcoin? Oh, son. Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yes. That is eight. Did I say eight? Yep. Mo All and, right. Mo and Pinkman picking up eight, and Scott and Jack picking up one point each. Question five. Whom did Time Magazine name? Scott! That was Mo. Uh, oh, they, are you going to give it to her yeah, anyway? It doesn't, it doesn't matter, no. Scott. Yeah, it's a, no, 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 no. She's his favorite. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if that's right, but I like the sound of it. Aww. It's the uh, Silence Keepers. That the, is correct. Yeah. The silence keepers. The well, silence breakers. The silence. Silence. Yeah, that, silence. Oh, wait, that's the complete opposite. That is no, exactly. no, 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 no. You want a silence keeper. No, no, you know what I mean. <laughs> the full question, whom did Time Magazine name as their 2017 person of the year? Mo, Not what Mo said. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said the silence breakers or the Me Too movement? 
Oh yeah, me too. Uh, oh, yeah. Four. Four for Mo. Five. Three. Five for Jack. Three for Scott Maxwell. Three. Three oh, come for on Pink in. Man. Water's fine. With answers from the file <laughs> of Ew, three, bing, four, bing, bing. and five. Oh, there it is. Somebody got We start question five. Whoa. Who did Time Magazine name as their 2017 person of the year? Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Silence Breakers? Bob Saget. Colin Kaepernick. Uh, the Silence Breaker, the Me Too movement. The uh, Me Too campaign. That's three. Yay, the water is fine. The water is delicious. Scott and Pinkman <laughs> picking up two. Mo, you're picking up one. <sighs> what a wow. relief. Question number six from the Pixar. Scott. Scott. Good for I you. Just, I just wanted to get it in there once. <laughs> Sandy Duncan. That is incorrect. From the Pixar franchise, which actress voiced the character of Dory? Morgan. Mo. Ellen. Uh, that is correct. I really wasn't that far off. Uh, Ellen whom? Ellen DeGeneres. Thank you. Okay, well, if was her answer acceptable if they say Ellen Plain? No, not really. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. you're picky now. Well, who the hell is Ellen? She everyone, goes by Ellen. That's her show. Ellen. Not acceptable. Right. Fake news. Wow. wow. That makes a big difference. Now Sad. we get stuff. Now all <laughs> Everybody knows Ellen. You say Ellen. They that know is who... true, though. Everyone knows Ellen. Mo out of eight answers. How many do you think said Ellen DeGeneres? Or DeGeneres? Let me ask you this. If somebody did somebody say Ellen and you said no, I was like more information. And they go, "Degenerous." Right. There you go. Oh, That's I pretty see. degenerous of you. Oh, <laughs> I like that. see what Thank he did you. there. Yeah. Thank you so much, okay. Pinky. All right, I think that that would be 6. 6 for Mo. 7. 7 oh, for God. Pink Man. <laughs> You're on a limb there, Pinky. 5. 5 for Scott. 5. Uh, conservative. 5. Oh, you five you know Jack how the water too? is. Yeah. I don't trust these people. Okie dokie. <laughs> Question number six with answers of five, six, and seven from the file. Nah. From the Pixar franchise, oh, that's which us, actress voiced the character of Dory? I don't know. I don't know that one. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Myra. Myra. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, that's... Ellen DeGeneres? That's uh, seven. Pinky, actually, yeah. You got what? It was six, wasn't it? Oh, so was it six? My notes are all off. Oh, so boy. Mo's picking up two. Oh, my yeah. God. Wait, wait, time out. You're no giving bing, away bingy. a game here. Can Chats we at least get it one. right? And I, there was no bing either. How there do we no trust bing, yeah. you? Well, because I wrote down eight. I had eight here. so I, well, I it was out of eight. Yeah, Somebody, I, guess, I guess I didn't read that. Yeah, two people screw that up. Yeah, so six. So Mo's picking up two points. Thank you. And uh, Scott and uh, Jack are picking up one. Are we Wait, sure? Do I get a point? Maybe we should one. play those answers yeah, again. You got, you got it. Again. You got it. Didn't think we had to double From check From the Pixar your work. franchise, <laughs> which actress voiced the character of Dory? I don't know. I don't know that one. I said one person. Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Cool. Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, okay. Myra. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Myra. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres? Huh? Six. six. Yes. That is six. So, Never question the man. There we all at least get one point. That is correct. But I don't. I get two. Yes. No. <laughs> Jeez. You don't have to rub at it least. in, though. You don't have to rub it in, okay? I'm yeah. just clarifying my point. Okay, good. Question seven. Oh. I Ow. hope the rest of these are correct. Question seven. Which company and music recognition service did Apple recently... Pinkman. Pinkman. ASCAP. Moira. Correct. No. Shazam. Shazam is correct. Oh, that makes more sense. Which company and music recognition service did Apple recently purchase? Mo, you got that one right. Shazam, Shazam. out of eight answers, how many do you think knew that? Uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I. 
Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Um, four. Four for Mo. I didn't even hear this story. Me neither. Uh, let's go. Was this when I was on the cruise ship? No, just this week. <laughs> Five. Five for Pink. Oh, yeah, God. They're probably in oh, on this. I think that was a It's mistake. Apple. No, it's Apple. Three. Uh, three for Scott Maxwell. Oh, boy. Wait, you oh said boy, three, Scott. four, and five, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, nope. If we didn't hear it, maybe nobody yeah, heard Yeah, I don't trust this story. Three. Three. Ah! <laughs> three for Jack. Question number seven with answers from the file. Three, four, and five. Which company oh, and music recognition service did Apple recently purchase? Shazam. Pandora. Pandora. Spotify. I don't know. Spotify. Soundhound? I don't pass. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Go ahead. One. One. Wow. Yeah, you should have gone low. So no one's Fake picking buddies. up points. No one's picking up points. Wow. Question eight. Wait, didn't I get one for getting the right answer? Yes. Okay. We said nobody got any <laughs> points. I'm like, wait a minute. I think I might have. Now you just want me to just give you points, right? That's kind of right. I earned that one. Close it. Question eight. Got no, I'm just okay, sorry, practicing. practicing. Yeah. Founded in 1607, what city is considered to be the first permanent English settlement in the Moira. New World? Mo. Jamestown? That is correct. Wonderful. Uh, not fair. She was there. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, Mo, out of, fiddlesticks. out of eight answers, how many do you think said Jamestown? Um, four. Four for Mo. Three. Three for Pink Man. Oh, God. Oh, why not two? Two. I'm thinking two also. Yeah. Let's go there, Oh, Jackie. no, they're going to surprise you on this one. Yep. Eight. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Question number eight with answers of two, three, and four from the file. Ooh, say that one again. Founded in 1607, what city is considered to be the first permanent English settlement in the New World? In the New World? Jamestown? Jamestown? Oh, um... Jamestown. Oh. Jamestown, Virginia. Virginia? Jamestown. Plymouth? Uh, Boston. I don't know. F***ing idiot. Pass. Five. <laughs> so Mo's picking up one point. Lucky. Ooh. Oh, boy. Jack, got... we, we underestimated our fellow <laughs> citizens, Jack. <laughs> We've got two questions left. Oh, my heart's going to pound out of my chest on this one. Question nine. A wildfire has... Scott! Scott! Scott. Hey! Oh my God! Hey! hey. Don't hey. even answer. Just go home. California. <laughs> that is correct. Hey! hey. Scott. A wildfire has decimated over <laughs> two hundred thousand acres in which U.S. state? Scott, you got that one right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think uh, said California? California. God, you California. want to say eight, but they—they they don't know some stuff. I'm going to go seven and play it safe. Eight, seven for Scott. Eight for Jack. Eight for California. Eight for Pinkman. I think so. Too. Uh, I'll say seven. Seven's going to be an outlier. Question nine with answers of seven and eight from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Ooh. A wildfire has decimated Ooh. over 200,000 acres in which U.S. state? California. 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 So Pinkman and Jack are picking up two points. Oh, uh, yeah. Scott and Moe picking up one each. Here's the last question. Question number 10. What was the name of Taylor Swift's first album? Scott. Oh, this is bad. Scott. It wasn't red. It was not red. Pink man. Pink man. Come on, Pinky. This is your generation. Love songs. <laughs> oh. oh, are you for real? I don't know it. Do you know it? No, I don't know about it. I don't, I don't listen to her. First. 
First is incorrect. Mo, you're the last one. <laughs> that would have made me angry. Album if it was right. one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Adele does. She gives her age, right? So it's 21 mm. or 20, whatever. Um, so yours would take a long hey, time to say. Hey, you know, up, up, up. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Uh, I'll pass on that one. Thank you. Pass? Okay. Is it pass? The answer. That would have funny if it was pass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The answer is Taylor Swift. Damn, she love herself. Stupid. Scott, you got question nine right. So, uh, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Taylor Swift? They know, they know stuff, but they California don't know stuff. and Jamestown. Well, they didn't really know Jamestown, but. and they knew New York City. They did, and they knew Bitcoin. I'm just, they knew some stuff. Two, two, two for Scott. Four, four for Jack. Three, three, three for me as three well. Three for Jack. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Four for Pinky and Mo. Question number 10. What was oh, the name oh, of Taylor Swift's oh. first album? I don't know. I'm happy to say I don't know. <laughs> I'm happy to no say. No clue. My oh. boyfriend hates me. Oh. Man, I don't know that one at all. Taylor Swift. Hey! Who gives a I don't know. I don't care. Don't know. One. Finally, so, low Scott's... expectations paid off. Scott's getting one point yeah, on that one. And Scott. that is for Wait, Scott street. gets a point? He does. Okay. Thank you, Fritz. And uh, you and you really had to power through. I did. Right, 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 right. He had to Sorry, move that. rooms. He had to do all yeah, kinds of technology. Yeah, now Pinky's over in a different I, place. I was busy editing this. Scott, what was that? I... I, I, I get very I get very anxious. He's real possessive of his territory. You, you want to say this? Oh my God. You want every bone in your body <laughs> is saying scream out the answer. Right. And it was, I know. Uh, Bitcoin. They, they make fun of me every time because I'm so intense. But that is way over. I, I have no, that. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. Oh my oh. God. Okay, congratulations. Here we go. Today's rankings. Oh, wait. Hey, wait. Okay. okay. <laughs> How much did Mama Ma get? <laughs> Well, our newcomer, <laughs> um, wait, this guy is <laughs> scored nine today, nine. bringing He's his nine? total to 21. 21. Oh, no, wait, you know what? Yeah. And that oh, was a Taylor Swift album, I think. Now, Pinkman <sighs> scored 12 points, just cementing his lead with one week to go in the year for us what that with a total him? of 491. Oh, yeah. However, I started out with an early lead today. However, Moira finished with the best record of everyone today. Wow. She scored 15 today. Wow. I scored 10. Moira has 443. I have 438. So she now has a five-point lead going into oh, our final man. week. Jack, oh, you did so lousy, you were almost tied with me. Almost. But one <laughs> yeah. thing I can say is I'm not this guy. <laughs> Oh my god, it makes me. Oh, it hurts oh, my stomach. I I, it's not natural. It doesn't make any sense. If you're just joining so us, this is Scott Maxwell trying to say his name. Mama Ma. It sounds like Mama Ma. It's not even a word, like, it's not a Latin phrase or something. It's, no. My name. Uh, what's the digital currency? <laughs> oh my god. That is just something else. I. Uh, this is why I'm having you here. This is why I like Tuesdays. Fritz, thank you. You got it. You were looking forward to this. One of the things you said, oh, I'm, I'm so glad I'm there for Tuesday because I can't wait to do this. <laughs> <laughs>
I keep spitting. Oh, my uh, word. I don't know. I, and in, and in my go. mind, when Jack, you, when you mentioned the days, in my mind, it was so I could come get redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Consider yourself redeemed. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's something, all right. Yeah. It's hot yeah. in here. Isn't it hot? Ladies here? and gentlemen, look for savvy political insight three days a week in the Orlando Sentinel <laughs> from <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> Oh, boy. You're crying? I'm sorry. That's going to be my new ringtone when I get a text from you. <laughs> you're you're going to scare yourself. You're going to pee yourself if it, that goes Scott's off in the middle of the night. Hello, Scott. Oh, my God. Oh, it's wacky. <sighs> One more Tuesday. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to nail it next time. I just know. <sighs> hey, I'm just <sighs> curious. Next Tuesday, I know you weren't planning on being here. Are you around? Could you stop by? <laughs> just for the- Maybe a little more of this. <laughs> yeah, I would make it happen. Well, we'll find one. Okay, Tuesday is. Texting Ooh. service, by the way, loves you being possessed. Uh- You're listening to the Phillips File. It's Dominic the donkey, jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La, 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 Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic, the cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy Hey, jingity-jing, it's Dominic the donkey Jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey La, 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 Jingle bells around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the maze derby on top of Dominic's head. A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 la. The dance. They talk Italian to him and he even understands. Kumaras and Kumaras do they dance a darandel. When somebody goes, it comes to town and brings Ujucharil. Hey, jingity jingle. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jingle. The Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 so grand that is everybody's favorite first night of Hanukkah tradition. Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. That's blah blah blah.
The sun is set. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, happy you. Hanukkah, Bo. Happy, thank yes. you. Hey, happy the people of Alabama are getting ready to deliver oh. you your first big gift. I guess the polls are closing in a matter of minutes. Hour and 13 minutes. Well, actually. we have to wait. Oh, there's central that's right. time. Okay, central time. So, yeah, we have to wait. You get to wake up to Senator Moore. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. No, 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 no. That's going to be no. your day two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight gift for Hanukkah. No, it's Moe. not. They're split half and half on when uh, they're doing, they're showing the polling of uh, yeah. voters Exit in poll. Alabama. The exit poll, and it said uh, half and half on whether you believe the accusers of uh, Judge Moore. I thought people believe the women. No, earlier in the season they said I believe the women. Everybody from Mitch McConnell to everybody all the way up and down. Ow, said they believe the women. (laughs) This is how worked up she's hitting the mic over here. Now, who's the other guy that he's running against? (laughs) Doug Jones. Okay, favorable or unfavorable? Forty-nine to forty-nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, what, and what the hell's he done? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, he's actually prosecuted the Klan. What do you mean has right. he done? Yeah. No, I mean like what's what's he done to drive his negatives up or uh, his uh, positives I down? Uh, I think uh, he registered with the Democratic all Party. All that is, he has a D, and that makes him negative. Yeah. But that was uh, before yeah. people believed it. Before they knew George Soros is the one pushing he's all that. He's not the one. No, that's not, I saw that's it in a, a focus bo- group. That's a booba mice. <laughs> no. So yeah, get ready. You can take that one to the bank. Nope. All right, you're up. No, I have faith. I have faith in the electorate. Although I don't know why, because they let me down week after week. But anyway, I'm hoping. No, it's, anyway, it's yeah. going to be a great kickoff to Hanukkah. They said, do you have a favorable impression of Mitch McConnell? 14% favorable. Oh, that's because yeah. he doesn't move his mouth when he talks. He doesn't. He talks. He's going to do Leave you, him alone. Do you remember when Ashley Judd was going to run against him? Mm hmm. Uh huh. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, she was talking about that. Yeah. would have been interesting. All right, so we're almost heading down to Christmas. Jack, have you even started? Have you got your wife's gift together? Oh, wife. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Jackie. Jackie. Uh-huh. If Seriously. you want discounts, and I know you do, you need yeah. to do a little prior planning. Yeah, I call it Groupon. Oh, Groupon's <laughs> good. Yeah, it's not bad. You can give an experience. And yeah. I, have it, I have it sent directly to her. No muss, no fuss. Don't have to wrap it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, nice. I... And Pinkman, I'm guessing it's now been two years with your special lady, so maybe a ring for Christmas this year? Oh! <laughs> Pinkman, no. it'll go along with the baby shower. What? 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 Oh, <laughs> oh, you haven't announced? Hey! I'm not Congratulations. I'm not. Mazel tov. No, that, that is exciting. I'm not pregnant. Another you, little phylite. You're showing more than your girlfriend. Oh, well, Or fiance, oh. I should say. No, well, no, 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 because the, the first time I was here, he went on a strict exercise regimen that was two years ago. Still on it, Scott. And look at him. He's wasting yeah. away. Yeah. Where is he? Where are you, Pinkman? I can't see when you turn <laughs> I'm into so thin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It looks like it is time to do oh, some is, person, indeed. place, or thing. And we are going to pull Who gets up. gets to pick? Uh, we're going to start right up here at the top with Travis. How are you doing today, Travis? <laughs> no, really? I'm doing oh, now everybody's giving me that. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Very nicely done, Travis. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. Uh, uh, Travis, by the way. Yeah, not at uh, all. Travis, <laughs> yeah. what would you like a person, place, or a thing? Uh, let's go new thing. Good, because that one looks hard as hell, and I wanted to stick it to you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thanks just, a lot. I'm just kidding. All right, Travis. Clue number one for thing. Tis the season, and this thing and its partner are ubiquitous and shared by all. That is a lame First clue. Oh, man. Well, look at the answer. Can, Can you give him something of Yeah, I'm going to give him. The, the clue there is that it goes with something else. It always has a partner when it, it is around. That's the clue. Oh, it does. It always has a partner. So, like, cheese oh, and crackers man. or something? I mean, is it like that? Something. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, 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 crap. No, it's not uh, crap. This is not good. <laughs> what, what, what would always uh, go with crap? Uh, a toilet. Okay, yeah, well, no. is that your guess, Travis? <laughs> no, uh, let's go with mistletoe. Mistletoe, tis the season. Mistletoe always goes with a smooch. That's not right. Uh, All right, damn. thank you. Thank Sorry. you for trying, though, Travis. All right, now we're going to go to Joe. Do I need to hang up on him? I mean, no? you can. Oh. But, you know, it's yeah. just, that's me. Oh. That's just me. I've don't worry Joseph. about it. Yeah, don't yeah, confuse me. Yeah. I can't say my name. Really? Sorry. All right. Joseph, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This thing, clue number two, it is native to India, but Vietnam is the world's largest producer and exporter. So clue number one, tis the season. This thing and its partner are ubiquitous and shared by all, and it's native to India, but Vietnam is the largest producer and exporter. Hell, Vietnam. Vietnam. Poutine. I don't know. Tis the season. Um, uh, the uh, cabbage. Cabbage. Like cabbage. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. All right. Jack all right, likes that. Guessing That's for really good season. reason. Because Jack's wrong. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What's seasonal about cabbage? <laughs> all right. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> what is seasonal about cabbage? I don't know. All right. Um, Justin, though. I think Justin's going to really uh, deliver this one home. Okay, you ready, Justin? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Think outside the black box like white and red. What? I'm going to scratch. You know what? I'm going to scratch part of that. Forget the white. Think outside the black box like red. Tis black the- box and red. Um, Tis, the season. Tis the season. Always has a partner. Uh, um, I can't think of anything on that clue. Any hints? Uh, I think no. I tried. Pinkman says uh, I can't give you any more. Uh, I got nothing. Sorry. Right. No. Thanks for trying, Justin. Not very hard. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I'm calling on this guy, but I do not believe this is really his name. His, he said it was. He says his name is Ra 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 Ra. All right, uh, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yes, welcome to the show, rah, rah, rah. Clue number four. Actually, a fruit, it accounts for 20% of the monetary value of the world's spice trade. Spice trade. Think outside the black box. Uh, like, um, black box. Black box is throwing me off, man. But Well, think outside um, black. Think also red. Think also red. Red and black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yellow, From, orange, I've seen. Yeah. You said Vietnam? Vietnam. Yeah. Largest exporter. Largest exporter of something that is black. And it always and has red. a partner. It often has a partner. I'd give yes. you a clue if your name wasn't rah, 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 rah. Ah, um. Tick, tick, tick. Three, two, throw out a guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know coconuts come from there, but... Coconuts. Oh. No. Sorry, we're going to have to do that. Uh. All right. So that means we're going to... Is it Ank? Yes. All right, Ank. Do you have a glass? Common bond. This is clue number five. It's peppercorn. You know what? Let's just give it to him. Peppercorn it is! That is absolutely right, Ank. Oh, yeah. Nicely done. Congratulations. It has been a pleasure. It has been a big pleasure being with you guys. It's been all hours. Oh, yes. well, thank you. Thank you, I, Mr. I Maxwell. You, it's been fun joining you today. Tomorrow, i got to get back to filling the newspaper. 
but the file will be back tomorrow with the Wait, shot doctor. With Amy Sweezy. No Amy, shot doctor. Oh, Amy Sweezy will be oh, here, the though. the lovely Amy Sweezy yes. will be Much here. Much prettier than and the I shot guess, doctor do and you. Do I have to phone in for my regular segment tomorrow? <laughs> Absolutely. Do you have anything else left to say? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know what happened. So tomorrow they will be back with Amy Sweezy. The file will be after the news junkie. They follow the monsters of the morning. In the meantime, you guys have a spectacular night and holiday season. And don't forget to read your local newspaper. Good night. Happy Hanukkah. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.